Do that one more time. Yes, it's BOP Gaming episode 73. <laughs> What's going on, guys? It is Whisk here. Outlandish. You probably now it's so hilarious that we did the intro without the mic. So now they didn't hear what the hell we just did. And then they just seen you shake like you convulsed, dude. That is kind of funny. Okay, so what's happening, TikTok family? What is up? We are now live, 7:30 p.m. every week on Tuesday. BOP, episode 66. Now you guys can actually hear what the hell we're saying. Um, I'm looking at you like if you're not ready, but we ready. We out here right now. So a lot of news has been has been happening this week, but not like so much. Just you know, like we are anticipating a lot of good things this week mm-hmm. from gaming releases, downloads, and the actual nominations for the new VGA Awards, which should be the first week of December. Correct? Um, December eighth. Eighth. So about that. Yeah, about the first week of. December. So, um, yes, like, subscribe, comment, hit the notification bell to know that we are on 7.30 p.m. every Tuesday. And follow us on Twitter because we are always active on there from conversations, from ranting, and all that jazz. Um, We have new and exciting things happening for the next following year. New little setup, two-camera setup, a couple of different uh, post videos you're going to be having. And um, check out our TikTok. What's up, TikTok family? we got a couple of videos there, too. Um, Keep it fresh. Keep it moving. And, again, news, rants, and IOOs is what we specialize in mm-hmm. we tend to start off the podcast with what are we playing today and i personally would say to you i am playing call of duty because that's mainly going to be my thing for like every week but now mm-hmm. you know you say what you're what you're playing no because i was like the new god of war came out yeah so yeah. tried a little bit of that well that's and good, then i'm mostly excited about the new pokemon comes out this yeah year, and this that is friday friday yep. so that's one so big release but we're going to briefly speak on I think I got that picture over here real quick here. Um, it's kind of just looks kind of bleak, but it is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. It will be released uh, for Warzone 2 yeah. on Thursday. You can, you're can you able to and that's preload that. the free that. multiplayer one, right? Free Battle Royale yeah. and all that jazz. But it is just not that, though. They actually released in Season 1 of the actual Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, and it is including Hardcore Playlist, which that should have been... That was almost like split-screen co-op type deal, okay? But no, they, we didn't wait too long, but the Hardcore playlist will be active on Thursday. That's good. So season one of Call of Duty, I'm not really going to get into uh, the uh, you know nuts and bolts of what's going to be contained in season one. It's, it's it, you know, have access to that, but um, the Warzone 2 is going to be hilarious, great, and it comes with a new mode, DMZ, which is more like a hostile... Um, uh, rescue mission, pretty much. That's awesome. So that's going to be a new take, and that actually explains a lot of how Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 remake, the physics and the way it moves, because the DMZ is more of a tactical type of type of playlist and mission-based. So these physics and the hops that you weren't able to do this time around, sorry, now we know why. So it makes sense. So that's awesome. Kudos to Infinity Ward for that because that is that is a good move. Um, but that is Thursday, not now. But you are able to preload it. So go ahead and go download it. Go start into, that up. Yeah, start yeah, that start up because that up. that's <laughs> it's going to be about 100 gigs of data. So. It's Call of Duty. It's what? Oh, so hold on. I feel it's less. So with the original Call of Duty, or well, the new one that just came out. Mm-hmm. So that's like over 200 gigs worth of Here's stuff. Here's where I can tell you that. 
Uh, shout out to Video the Rager. He actually hit me to this. The disc itself, unfortunately, has, only, nothing, on has it. nothing on it. So yeah. you're 74 gigs, then you have to use that to authorize data getting no, downloaded. No, not 74 gigs. 74 it has like megs. 74 megs. Yeah, 74 megs on the disc itself yeah. to allow you to go download everything else. Um, you're probably looking at it close to 200. Jesus Christ. 200 gigs. Yeah. Just for like a game? That is ridiculous. I have two terabytes on my PlayStation 5. Don't ask why. You should ask why. I have a solid state hard drive. Cracked open. Bah. Yeah, thanks to me. YouTube. Yes. Merry Christmas. Yes. Thank you. And it was a happy, happy New Year. Mm-hmm. Birthday. It was a birthday. Yes. Birthday. 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 <laughs> damn. Even to get a birthday present, you're going to use that against me. It's thanks to me. You got a damn space. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. But anywho, um, that is, uh, yes, two terabytes. So do that. Did you get yours? Do you want to expand yours? Uh, I'm afraid. I don't want to do it because I'm afraid I might oh, fuck it up. No, have her do it. She cra- I, it sucks when you hear it. You just no, look at your precious jewel and go. Pah! You're like, you're kind of, no. And That's then, what I'm afraid of. I don't want to mess it up. Yeah. Because so. I'm a klutz. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, you just have somebody do it and just pray. Just, you know, just be in the corner and go, don't break, don't break it, don't break it, don't break it, don't break it. I don't want to do that with a $500 system. <laughs> yeah. But you want that space, do you? All right, so let's go. Let's uh, let's get the cat out of the bag here. Let's talk about the uh, upcoming VGAs for those. The nomination. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're what? going to history. You're going to history first. Oh, not really history, but yeah, I guess so. But oh yeah, VGA. All right, let's give you the official logo. The VGAs now. Uh, nice, nice reddish mm-hmm. orange flavor lighting on yeah, the picture. Because today the nominations was announced. Yesterday. Oh, yesterday. The mm-hmm. yesterday the anno- nominations were announced. Yes. And yeah, I'm actually pretty happy with some of the stuff that was announced. Now that we know more and we are plugged into the universe, or at least we're trying to when it comes to the gaming world, we can't yell at Jeff Keighley about this. This is not his decision. He just hosts the event, organizes mm-hmm. the event, and he is the face of the event. There is a hundred a hundred person panel that goes through all these types of avenues to figure out what games are able to be having a nomination so we're talking obviously game of the year you got to you know um they they put out a new a new um uh, do you have that written down because it is a new new um reward that they're giving out i'm gonna bank on you if you had that written but it was new i don't know i can look it up but they put a new title it's something to do with um oh man oh, oh i know which one i think yeah, i forgot yeah, to write it, it down but oh we failed it's the one that you know it's supposed to be like game change like the stories in it is very like life-changing type of thing yeah, it's not like narrative, but it's it like I gotta look it up. But um, they put out a new reward category, so that's great. But um, of course you got you know you know the standard game of the year, best role playing, best action, best voice acting, and all that. So you can make sure you tune into that. The last time I remember me watching that, the Xbox Series X was announced with the trailer and I think a date. So it wasn't Project Scarlet anymore. It was Xbox Series X. So something to watch. Um, I pers- is it December eighth? December 8th at 7.30 Eastern Time. Cool. 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, December 8th. Games for Impact. Games for Impact. Okay. I had to look it up. It has to be impactful during the time, I guess. Yeah, Um, a lot of this, a lot of those stories, it's like a lot of games that are like actually meaningful to the world, I guess. Yeah, so that's a good topic, you know. um, It could be, you know, uh, an indie title that could be recognized on that too because it's like an undercover type of game that comes out and, you know, put a little light on it. Um, now, let's talk about some of the stuff that was announced, some of the nominees oh, and yeah, stuff, because yeah, yeah. I go. definitely want to go into that. 
Well, first and foremost, I want what I want to talk about is Xeno Blade Chronicles Three was nominated for Best Game in the World, Best Game, game of in the, the World, year. Best Game of the, <laughs> the Year, world. and I'm like, first off, great to- choice because that game is amazing. Second, I was not expecting that, and I usually mean, RPGs either. like that never even get thought about for a category like that, but now. It is getting that category along with um, big hits like, um, of course, Elden Ring. Yeah, Elden Ring. Hang on, of course, play. Elden Ring is getting got nominated. God of that War. That makes sense though. That's exactly. a great game. Oh, and Elden Ring is looks amazing. Good. Yeah. God of War, Ragnarok. Which all right, all right. Look, <laughs> look. I got my pet peeve on that. It just came out, bro. <laughs> That's what I. That's what the only thing I didn't like, don't like about VGAs. It's like when a game just released, it's gonna get the top tier, most recognized award. Yeah, I get it. It's God of War. Yes, I get it. And it's it's good. very, very story driven. Oh, it's great, good. good voice acting and everything. I get it. But there's gotta be something that shouldn't. That shouldn't happen. Well, the thing is, their cutoff day for games to be considered. Was is November eighteenth? Oh yeah. Oh, but that's still too soon, dude. That's the I'm not for thing. that, man. So this pretty much any game that comes out after that, of course, is not qualified. But yeah. anything before that, fair okay. Game. But what about there was a topic there on the new reward too about um, uh, gaming adaptions, uh, game movie to game adaptions. Yeah. But Halo's not not even considered. A lot of people had some yeah. things to say about that. Is it something to do with... Um, I didn't really look into is the reason why. Halo, I'm going to be 100% honest, it wasn't the best. I was told it was great. I guess it depends. I guess it depends on what you hear. But why wasn't even on it, though? That's the thing. Because, I mean, there are other choices yeah, that, read that were pretty good. Well, yeah, read that. Because I, me, I'm obviously ignorant when it comes to that. So I thought, you know, Halo, uh, Witcher, right? Witcher? Um, Arcane, Cyberpunk, Edge Runners, which was oh, everywhere. That, that was that Netflix. Was so good. Was it good? It was. I don't really care. It was Netflix, though, right? Yeah. Cuphead show, amazing. That was one of my favorite. But that was game to movie, though, so it doesn't matter. It's that's what best adaptation means. Adapt. Okay, so they kept it it's, vague. It, it's like a movie or a TV show. Cuphead. That, that okay. came from Cuphead. I think which Cuphead was, was going to win. Sonic the Hedgehog two, because obviously that was a good movie. Yeah, that's a given. And on. The, I don't know why they have Uncharted on there because that movie was awful. No matter. <laughs> it's an adaption. That's why Halo. Why is Halo not there? <laughs> well, Halo should have replaced that. And Arcane <laughs> is the one, the good one. It's the one with the League of Legends. That's a really good TV so show. So, what we're going to do is I was ready to vote for everything. But once we conclude this episode, we're going to go on the website mm-hmm. and we're going to go with our Twitter. Yes. To, and we're going to vote. We're going we're gonna to deliberate. We're going to probably keep it live on TikTok so they can hit it again and hit it on. Mm-hmm. And then we're just kind of like. You know, interact a bit with it because there are things that I like to vote on, and there's things you like to vote on, and we just gotta hash it out and see why. But, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so that's good. But um, you, mainly, a lot of people watch this for um, new trailers, new games. Which they said he said that's gonna be at least fifty, if I mm-hmm. remember correctly. He did announce it's gonna be at least fifty. It's we don't know how big. Show, we don't know how big it's gonna be, like big yeah. announcements or something. Games that are getting new trailers. Yep. We don't know. Another shock that came to me too was I think I'm reading your mind. Stray oh, got oh. a lot of nominations. 
for a little cute little indie game. Yeah. It got a lot of nominations, including Game of the Year. Because it's freaking cool, dude. <laughs> I was okay. like, Y'all okay, slept. That I knew it. Awesome. As soon as I seen a little cat and he's doing some puzzles, I didn't even beat the game yet. It's, I got frustrated. It's a good game. <laughs> like, I'm not even going to I can beat it. It's a fantastic game and it deserves its glory. It does. It is cool. It's mm-hmm. a great adaption. Um, I like it. So, for the most nominated game, God of War had 10. And for the most nominated company, <laughs> Sony got oh, 20. Oh, yeah, yeah. Got 20. Yeah. Yeah, of course they did. Horizon, God of War, and Stray. (laughs) Game of the Year, top like three right there. Exactly. So it's like it's so funny because Xbox Studios only got three. Mm. I'm not saying I'm not saying that's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm just saying they got nominated for three and it's only got twenty. Take that as you will. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, Xbox dudes, but three, three. Uh, nominations, but here's where it caught me off guard too. Wasn't there a, a plague of something? Plague of Requiem. That yes. actually is a. Is it a game of the year? It is. It got nominated for game of the year. And I wanted to show the wife that because that is a <laughs> looks like a good storyline. It looks really good. Kind of, yeah. it's kind of scary type, but you know, yeah, it's, it's supposed to be one of those things. But yeah, it's like, yeah. So, and that also got nominated. So like a good amount of games were nominated, like quality, like good, like you know, quality games. I was just shocked that. Freaking Stray and Xenoblade. Stray and Xenoblade was nominated. The for two game games of the that year. you wasn't even thinking about going to be nominated for Game of the Year is now on there as Game of the Year. And no, it's not like oh, there's not really much games to choose from. And it kind of is, you mm-hmm. know. But they failed, yo. They you can't compete with a cat talking to robots. And another thing that got me excited too was under the best RPG of the year, Live Alive was nominated oh okay so I was happy nice. about that because it's nice. one of my favorite games of the year I well, hope we get some love because that, that's a good game I was like I, was and I ain't saying that because I got also, it I'm saying it's a good game but also Xenoblade Chronicles and Elder Ring was nominated there too so I think one of those are probably going to win it's either going to be God of War or Elder Ring I want Horizon I do because the voice acting is spot on mm-hmm. graphically the narrative the, the story like I get it I get why Horizon could win I was about to say they there are under the, the narrative yeah, and I know that it got nominated for that. The story got no- nominated because I'm not really, I'm not really keen to having God of War to be a game of the year on them because it just came out. So I'm kind of like, I get it if it wins, but like, nah, <laughs> Elder Ring should. But All yeah, right. so it's cool. It'll be out. It comes on live streaming December eighth at seven thirty Eastern time. All right. So we got that at least. So we're gonna be talking about that. Now let's talk about something that we are gonna clearly keep it. <laughs> Gaming related, even though it's really hard because a lot, a widespread effect, a lot of ripple effects has happened. We're going to talk about FTX and its whole entire debacle of a hedge fund, a blockchain technology company that sold coins has now tanked and imploded on itself. So, just for people who may not know, I'll have you explain because I know you could explain it better than I can. I'm going to try as best as I can. Um, Of course, simplify. Don't try to go too crazy. No, I didn't. So what exactly is FTX? FTX is uh, a company that was supposed to be uh, a new source of blockchain, like a Bitcoin or a Bitcoin Cash or a Litcoin. Um, nothing to do with uh, creating a brand new technology, but just a front. And they were selling coins as well to produce that currency. You know, and there's a bunch and a lot of coins. Okay, mm-hmm. I just named a couple, which some of them use a technology. Monroe. Uses uh, 
Erythium or Ethium? I don't know. It's one of them. But there's a couple that Ethereum. uses that. Ethereum. Yeah. There you go. You just. Oh, oh, to like, Ethereum. I just had to fix my hair. Oh, <laughs> Lord Jesus. Ethereum, okay? <laughs> that technology has been proven to work in correct, uh, you know, great with other coins, but that is decentralized, right? Mm -hmm. And all cryptocurrencies are decentralized. And what that means is pretty much you're on your own. You go do stocks, you go put your money in the bank account, it's covered by the FDIC. That works in two ways. That can either you put your money in and all of a sudden things get real. They could take your money out because it's technically theirs. They're just borrowing it and they have bonds sold, whatever. I'm not going to hear the boy with that. Or if you get frauded and that money gets taken out and it's not your fault, they can cover you up to a certain amount. That was in every bank covered by FDIC, whereas cryptocurrency, not so much. That is absolutely terrible. But that is the best way right now how I can describe what FTX is. But this thing was so broad. I personally thought it was just something that was another coin that GameStop kind of pointed and said, you, I think I would rock with you because you seem smaller yet have enough pull mm. and that's it. And the only reason why we're mentioning this on our podcast is because it's powered by GameStop. And, and well, not by GameStop, but they worked with GameStop. It is a part of our podcast. And we talked about it around September. We, we did because that's when they decided to collab and work with each other in September. And what I was saying is... That could be very great. Every trading that you have could produce a certain type of cryptocurrency that can be obviously in a decentralized marketplace that you can use for other things through GameStop and obviously with Outlandish's nightmare of NFTs that could be converted as well. That can go hand in hand. It was a great move, but not so much of the company itself. I didn't think GameStop did enough for their homework because if it's decentralized, they could just literally drop it and then go get something else. They could just drop it, go to XRP. Mm -hmm. They could just drop it, go to Dogecoin. They can go drop it, go anywhere they want. But they chose FTX. Now the reason why it's so big because they had a lot of backing from a lot of different investors. We're talking like billions, big like big NFL. Investment. Tom Brady and his ex-wife. They were investors. The MLB, the Miami Heat, um, billionaires and investors, tennis players, football Bill Clinton. Players. I wouldn't be surprised if Nancy Pelosi and, the father, and, the, and her husband did it. You know, like, there's like football players, tennis players, like actors. There's like lots of people who actually was back in the South. There was commercials, but I remember on the Super Bowl last year that they had oh, this year. Yeah, I keep forgetting mm -hmm. 2022. They have Super Bowl like, was last year. No, this year it was in February. Yeah, yeah. Was, that's bet. why you got me confused too. I I was like, Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there was an FTS commercial, and I believe. Larry David, yes, that's the actor from Curb Your Enthusiasm, mm. was in it, and he was in the FTX. And then, of course, Tom Brady was in some FTX commercials, too. And it's like, it's crazy. It was huge. But then, of course, something happened last week, and I'll have you go into detail exactly Pretty much, happened. I'm just going to be kind of, because, again, we want to keep it just straight. Exactly. Binance is, a, is one of the... Binance. Uh, Binance, which is like a Coinbase. Coinbase is there's like a stock market app like Robinhood or Fidelity, but then Binance was like that as well. But they were a major player that was holding all the decentralized currencies and making it as a trade stock market of all the trades. Apparently they got so big, they realized that FT, I think, were they trying to purchase them out? Is that what it is? Um, basically, they were looking to purchase them out, Yeah, but then found out <laughs> there was nothing that backing up their there money. There was nothing backing up. And there no were collateral, like, no, no nothing, no so assets. So they were like, Okay, we're not doing this. And then everything pretty much just hit the fan. Imploded. Everything literally collapsed. The Chapter 11 has been filed today. 
and there's a lot of rumors back and forth of all the you know all the different storylines as to why and which is me i was saying right off and i don't know if we were live on tiktok with that but connecting the dots and now it's coming out it just happened unfortunately gamestop was one of those companies that hedged their bets to keep FTX and of course with there. GameStop the way they've been hand they've been you know going on these past couple of years you know with the whole like meme stocks them mm-hmm. gaining money because of that but then obviously even before and after that still not a good company to like work for lots of people complain yeah. about the situation a lot of money they're losing and something like this happening and them losing their investment and their partner and like that this is not a good hit for a GameStop app. Yeah, all. man. Let us know in the chat, chat, so you can tell us what's happening with FTX and how you feel about it, or if you're very, very much new to it. But um, I will tell you what, it is something to look for. We'll probably have a little follow-up and see if it affects, like, in the, in the epic way, GameStop. Yeah, but, yeah, I have to find out, like, because right now, because they were selling, like, some of, like, the gift cards and stuff like that, yep. they're... GameStop is refunding their customers who bought the FTX things. And, of course, GameStop don't got money like that. So that's going to really hurt them. Yeah, that was uh, a... Yeah, that's bad. That hurts the bottom line. So all these companies ended up uh, getting hit, you know? Mm -hmm, Exactly. All these, uh, especially what you were talking about, the studios and all that stuff. Stadiums and and whatnot. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch, man. If you just go go rabbit hole through the FTX. Go into the rabbit hole. There's so much going on with that. You can see the severity of what's happening. So now breaking, which has happened about like five hours ago. um, Bungie, as you see in the picture here. Bungie and AIM Junkies. Yeah, we're going back and forth with the lawsuit. Yeah, because we talked about this lawsuit a few times. Like Bungie is suing them. And uh, that guy, what's his name? Uh, I don't know. I'll just say Aim, Aim Junkies. Aim Junkies. Yeah. Was suing Bungie and all that. So it was like pretty much a going back and forth for yeah. the past couple of months now. And today, Bungie has just won a, um, a significant counterclaim. Because in a nutshell, he just you just explained the beginning. But what Aim Junkies was trying to say is their claim doesn't, make, doesn't have any merit because they went ahead and used their cheat code as a mod and re and then utilize that as um, malware to edit and reverse engineer it's so ridiculous their but... actual um, aim junkie software that's been used on multiple games including Bungie and the like there's it's, a lot of back and forth it's so man. ridiculous it's, that they do and that and a part of it seems like that could be the case because they did say he showed logs of Bungie tapping into his system 108 times but the thing is because I think you was telling me there's no evidence. And that's what happens. The judge, uh, Zealy something, um, pretty much said that the ruling, even though with these type of counterclaims, you don't need to justify with a bunch of evidence based on this claim of how it is structured and how to look at look at it, there has to be more substantial evidence in him saying that Bungie has used software to tap into his computer that can just be an ip check of authenticating a game mm-hmm. he was claiming that they were using it and actively changing code on aim junkie software and he did not produce any of that as evidence nice. so it's dismissed they have until november 21st to go about challenging it or appealing it but it is a win for bungie and i'll be very very conniving if bungie could do that to take their take their product, reverse engineer it, then apply it, because that would be a violation of the DMCA Act, which that has been used back and forth. That's why I don't think Bungie would do that because of that. 
Yeah, and it doesn't show. So so yeah. far, it doesn't show that they. If he can pull out the documents and if he has to go, oh, do I really have to do this and bring it out? Then that'd be crazy. Let's be I don't real. Think so. I don't think so. I don't so. think so. No, it's gonna be too much money. Exactly. <laughs> so I just want to let you guys know that because that was something that was a bit. Because yeah, we different. did talk about it in the past. So yeah, it's yeah, good yeah. To talk about it. Now. Um, you want to hit uh, off and on on that, okay? And make sure the topic is a uh, is um, you know what I mean. So then we're gonna switch up the topic here. We're gonna actually go through. What has happened in uh, the showcase, um, Indie World? Yeah, hit that. Yep. Yeah. I'm just gonna. I'm eyeing on Landis right now. There you go. Cool, cool, cool. Now we're gonna go and talk. Oh, Jesus, what am I doing? Um, Indie World. Yeah, cause Indie World happened on the ninth, which was last Wednesday, and yeah, it was a, actually a pretty surprising one because I totally forgot this happened. <laughs> I will be honest. I was honest. like, oh, there was a showcase. Okay, there was a showcase. I was like, okay, but yeah, it was actually a pretty decent one. It had some pretty games, like a lot of games we already knew about, but they actually new, new gameplay and stuff. But I'm just like. Honestly, I'm actually pretty happy about it because I like indie games now. I've been playing a lot more indie games, and there's some like really. I'm trying to just get there. more patience to play storylines because I know once I get the hip, get the you know, get the know how to be Horizon and just be God of War, just to be that as a storyline. Then I can dive into um, those indie worlds. Now, side note, you know, I just realized on the PlayStation, mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed, 2D games. Of different origins of Assassin's Creed that got me intrigued. Oh, you never knew about Assassin's them? Creed India. Oh, yeah. You Assassin's never... Creed China. Yeah. Assassin's Creed, dude, that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, it's a 2D adventure. That's yeah, pretty, pretty cool. cool. How they do that? I'm right? like, I can dive into the little histories like that and just play. But I just sit and go, oh, cool. It's, it sucks. It's like Netflix. She's just looking at, oh, look, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. well. The good thing about that's indie cool. games too is, yeah. There are like a lot of them out there, but a lot of the indie games are not really long games. Yeah. So you could easily like, you know, let's say you're in the middle of like a triple A tile, like in a Horizon or God of War or things mm-hmm. like that, and you want to take a little break out of it, you could play like a little indie game that's like maybe like an hour, two, three hours, you know, get your mind off, do something nice and simple and something that's like, you know, not too taxing on the mind. Yeah, yeah. And that's something to make the brain recline. So... I know you have written down, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna do my little homework here. Of what are a couple of games that we, um, that we have seen? I got this on Game Informer. That's hilarious. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. So one of the things I wanted to talk about, which I loved how it looked, was Once Upon a Jester, mm-hmm. because that one, I love the graphics. It looks different. It's like a little like kind of like I kind. Of, basically, the whole point of the game is you are thieves. And you're supposed to take treasure. You need you want to take treasure, but in order to do that, you have to create the a theater show a theatric show with like sock puppets and like you know drama and stuff like that and you're supposed to you know entice the audience so you'll be able to do your little heist <laughs> that's the whole point of the game and it's like it's funny like like the, the when they showed the trailer it was funny i was laughing because i was like courtesy oh. of a uh, game informer Players travel across the kingdom on a quest to outperform other acts by performing improv, improvised musical theater when mm-hmm. no two shows are alike. That's hilarious. Exactly. So it's like, it's pretty cool that they do that. <laughs> and I'm like, I was like pretty happy with that. And then another one that they showed too, if I remember correctly, was, I mean, they announced this before, but now they have an announcement of sports RPG. Which is a JRPG game all about 
sports. Pretty much you play golf, you play cricket, you play volleyball, baseball, pretty much all the sports. And it's like a traditional JRPG, like something like you see on the Super Nintendo days. And it's like really cool how they do that. It's like kind of giving you the whole JRPG aspects along with the sport aspect. So you get like a whole full-fledged RPG about sports. Pretty yeah. Much. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's really, really cool that they did that. And I was like so happy with that. Um, let's see. Another one that I loved too was Akka, which is a pretty much a really cute game. It's like pretty much a lazy kickback game. Red Panda. You create gardens. You, you know, do your little tasks. Like think of it kind of like Animal Crossing type of thing. But it's like a very simplified version of that. You're a Red Panda. Yeah, it's a red panda, so he's adorable, and it's like it's really cool. It's like one of those like inner like peace type of games, like like Animal Crossing. That pretty much you just turn your brain off, do like little menial tasks, and just have fun with it. Comes out next yeah. month, so that's something I'm excited about. Um, and then another one that they showed, Oni Road to Be the Mightiest Oni, is an action adventure game where pretty much you got your. I'll just say it ass beaten by this really powerful guy and it's your job to go around the world train up and get powerful so you'll be able to beat him up that's literally the whole point of the game that is cool <laughs> the description that i read that was such a pg that's such a g-rated description of what you said because what i read that is dark <laughs> but we're gonna keep it the way you i was inside the thing because it's it's, it's darker yeah yeah it's it's uh, yeah <laughs> But, but it's pretty get, much you that. You get your butt kicked and going around to try to get your get your weight up so that they yeah, because you're trying to like you know because you you know you lost your match around like no I gotta win this so I was like yeah you can't come be a, be a loser dude you gotta go in there and fight and then there was another really cute game called Goodbye World where you have these two girls who are creating a game you create an action puzzle game and the whole point of the game is is a narrative so you get to see their life and how they create a game. And you get to play test these games that they are creating. And each time they create, it gets better and better and better. And it's pretty much you are play testing their games for them, along with the whole narrative of their, how their life goes and stuff like that. So yeah. it's really cool that they're doing like, that's what a good thing about indie games. They could go into creative things like that, be able to create like a whole narrative story, but have like little game elements in there too to try to, yeah. you know. And that's pretty cool because it kind of gives you the... Uh, the storyline of how to, you know what in a daily life while making the game it, pretty you know, much that's, that's what it is cool. it's like it's it's pretty cool that they're doing that and another one it's called um, botany manor which this the, one is unique yeah the the way it presented in the trailer it kind of reminded me of something i would play like in vr cuz it's like yeah first person the way everything looks but pretty much the whole point of the game is you have this huge house with a huge garden, and you attend to it. You and, attend to yep. it. And uh, courtesy, again, as Game Informer, in this first-person game, you play a retired 19th-century botanist solving plant puzzles in and around a grand mansion. Mm -hmm. Doing so involves finding the best spots to grow certain plants while learning about yourself by uncovering clues and inspecting objects. Yeah, so it's like it's pretty much it's like one of those like cool little seems games like a like, mindless not mindless but more like just get your brain reclined find out and then yeah, um, it keep you keep your mind 
you know. Exactly. It kind of reminded me. I don't know if you remember this game, but Ribbon. Mm. Or uh, Mist. Mist. Yes. Yep. Remember Mist, that I one? Remember yes. Mist. It kind of gave me that kind of vibe. Because, yeah. you know, with the whole puzzle, like chill, yeah. like background yeah. thing. It kind of gave me that vibe. Which I was like, okay, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah. And then another game that they showed up, <laughs> which they showed up before, and I'm glad they showed more things of it, it's called Blanc. Mm. Which is the black and white one where it's a, you're a little fawn and a little wolf cub, and pretty much you have to survive in the wilderness, and pretty much you help each other survive the wilderness. And I know for sure that this game is gonna make me sad. And and the reason why is because it comes out on Valentine's Day. <laughs> so if it's gonna make you cry, it'll make you happy, or fall in love, that's the day. But yeah, that one looks and like it's gonna be super sad, and I'm pretty much happy about it. Um, it was a lot of narrative type of games like another mm-hmm. one was Coffee Talk Episode 2 Hibiscus and Butterfly which is pretty much you're a bartender um, barista sorry oh, I have to say barista because if I say bartender I'll you went from a bar from 11pm to 3am <laughs> to Starbucks at 6.30am so pretty much you're a barista and there's like these all narratives like a visual novel type of thing and you pretty much make these drinks like these fancy drinks you know how in some like coffee shops you get to like make the little designs in the cup type of thing Yeah, it's like they do that type of stuff you do that while you're listening to all the people's like stories and stuff like that so That's it's so pretty weird. I know it's so weird how they such do that such a weird game but, but cool things but like weird. that it's like it's interesting that you can do that and there's another one called A Space for the Unbound which is a slice of life adventure game that takes place in late 90s Indonesia side scrolling adventure game mm-hmm. where pretty much the whole point you there is you discover your life discover what you do because you're a teenager in high school and then you also <clears> find out that you have superpowers and you have to try to figure out what you're gonna do with that? Oh, so it's just like here's another one I read. Mm-hmm. A little to the left, it's a puzzler uh, that has seventy organization puzzles all about tidying up spaces with visual and logic puzzles. It's actually on PC, but it's coming out on Switch. And you know what's really cool about mm. that one too, which mm. I loved about it. So pretty much you do oh, all these puzzles and later stuff. today. So it came out today. Wow. There's a cat. There's a cat that you have mm. that pretty much messes up the puzzles that you do. Oh, a little dick. So pretty much you have to do the puzzles <laughs> and stuff like that, and the cat will come, like, walk around and just, like, you know, be like a cat, like, play around and stuff I like that. I will shut off the game. So you have to fix the puzzle. I will shut off the game. If I'm going to organize myself with a damn cat, come around and mess it all up, I'm like, yeah, nope, turn off. That's the whole point of it. You have to, like, distract the and cat. Instead, of, instead of harming the cat, you turn it off and you just play Call of Duty and you let your frustrations out. <laughs> No but it's cool that it is coming out on the Switch, though, because yeah. things like that on the Switch is actually pretty cool. And another one that I enjoyed, which was a cooking game, it's called Venba, which is a narrative cooking game that you're an Indian mother that just moved to Canada, and you are passing down your Indian cuisines to your family. Mm. So you're cooking them, and basically like Cooking Mama, you do yeah. all the little steps and stuff like that. But the whole thing is... You also get to learn the history of her family and her and how, you know, she become cook and all that. And I'm like, okay. That's pretty cool. It's actually pretty cool. But yeah, story. the indie world, I like I like seeing these because it shows like a different world to all of the AAA titles that, you know, God, God. wants stuff like that. <laughs> God of bloody arms ripping off in gods. Then you got Call of Duty, military shooting, <laughs> hell drop, boom, boom. Sometimes you just want a nice simple game that you can just chill and relax to that you can just spend a couple hours on, beat it, and just... 
and learn Not go crazy a little about bit it. of history. Exactly. So that's pretty cool. So Indie World, uh, that was a good um, a good showcase that they had. Yeah, definitely. Now we're going to go, what do we have here? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, this one. Yeah, yeah. man. So <laughs> this, oh, Jesus, a big old image. You could start. I'm gonna try to bring up the actual quote. Yeah, it's so, not that like big of a deal, but it's so pretty much as you can see. Get the image. Obviously, it's still ongoing that the whole Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard. Now, the biggest hurdle that is happening right now is, of course, the UK. You know, stopping it at the moment right now because they're trying to do their investigation to be like, okay, should we let this happen because of, you know, the whole monopoly thing and all that. Now, one of the people that was in the committee, Ricardo, Ricardo Cardo Cardozo, Cardozo um, actually wrote a tweet. You got the tweet there or you want me to read it? I, you, you can read the tweet because I didn't write that tweet. For quote, he said, and this is, like, they did, it's because they, it's a it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And him normally, saying this was taken yeah, cause, real quick. Because normally things like that, it would be missed. It would not. Yeah. But because what's happening, <clears throat> it's what brought it up. Go ahead, yeah. what did he say? Let's see. I'm trying to, where is it? Oh. Yeah, Commissioner Member Ricardo Cardozo said in the tweet that the body was, in quote, working to ensure you will still be able to play Call of Duty on other consoles, parentheses, um, including my PlayStation. The thing is, you can't choose a side while you're dealing with the legality of a damn acquisition, dude. That was what people had issues with because, yes, we agree. It would be nice to have that, but when you say... My PlayStation. It was literally that little thing that caused this huge uproar to happen. Because when you're in investigations like this, you cannot be biased one way or the other. In courtesy of Gotaku, uh, a statement was released after the fact. And it stated, the commission clarified that Cardozo is not involved in a body's investigation as he works in a director general, the director general for the internal market. The investigation is being handled by a separate department. The decorative general for competition. The commission also notes that Cardozo attended his remarks in a personal capacity, as pred, uh, in quote, indicated clearly in his Twitter profile. In other news, retweets are not endorsements. So, anyway, he was just expressing yeah. how he feels about the matter that's related to everybody else. But because of what he said, people just assume that, yeah. oh my God, they're a breach of thing, or oh my God, you can't be doing that if he's investigating. But first, see, He's not part of it. He's been he's within the right to do so, but because he's in that body, they just oh snap, they're gonna ban it now, they're gonna do it now. You know, I personally believe it's not gonna go through. Well, we'll I personally think it's not gonna go through. Remember, people are saying that well, I've been reading and stuff that if everything goes through, it looks like it'll probably go through by June of next year. Yeah, if I remember correctly, but it won't. I don't think it will. Only, the only way this is going to happen and it, go through is if Call of Duty is multi, multi-platform. No. Oh. They get rid of King. They split King. And they have the no breaking at all of Call of Duty. Because yeah. if, if they want to make if they want to make exclusive uh, an, a new IP that's exclusive to Xbox, be my guess. That is fine. But when games like Call of Duty have been multi-platinum for how long? Oh, that's what man. I'm saying. 
Man. And then you all of a sudden be like, okay, I'm buying you. You're making games for my sister now, and that's it. There's a reason why people are saying that this is a monopoly, that this should not be happening. But like, the thing is, you should, you should when you buy something, right, and you know it's going to be on a competitor that is your competitor, the first thing you do, you ain't making them over there anymore. You're going to be making them over here. Exactly. But now, because the magnitude of this game itself... Changes the landscape of the we console. We reported last week that the game made uh, one billion dollars in like ten days, a hundred million dollars in like a weekend. Like, our, and I'm pretty I sure a good it. chunk of those is from the Sony. Says most of it was from Sony. Exactly, I'm yeah. sure it was. I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know the exact figures, but I'm sure there was. Let's do some homework. <laughs> oh, is there exactly? Um, this could be. I think it was. Yeah. Because all I know is I know they made one billion within ten days, and a hundred million within that weekend. I remember that was the announce. I know it's gonna be a little bit, but you might wanna. Um... Yeah, first ten days. Yeah, because I figured it was the first ten days. Ten days, huh? I thought it was even shorter. <laughs> But usually, because it's been announced, it's been said before that most of the players that buy Call of Duty are PlayStation players. Yeah, which Microsoft has stated in their arguments they to claim that Sony that. is the market leader, so they can go about buying their. Own. So they wanna, so they wanna say that, so they could take away their things and put it up to Xbox, so they could be the market leader, and then they could be their own problem, like Xbox. You just said yourself that the reason why is that Call of Duty is, you know, PlayStation has more Call of Duty games. So now you want to be the leader of all the Call of Duty games. So all the PlayStation owners will somehow go into Xbox to play Call of Duty, which, let's be real. Call of Duty is Call of Duty. People love their games. Some people, like, the only games that they play is Call of Duty. And if they go... To Xbox just to play the Call of Duty because that's the only way they could play it. People probably would do so, right? Right. And now here's the funny part. Um, courtesy of IGN, a press release of Business Wire says, well, courtesy of Business Wire, um, uh, Modern Warfare 2 crossed $1 billion in worldwide sales through its first 10 days, dating back to launch of tw October 28, 2022. The previous franchise best was held by 2012's Call of Duty Black Ops 2, which took 15 days to hit the billion mark. And they made the biggest opening weekend, which you referenced. Yeah, which is 800. Uh, 800 million worldwide, passing 2011's Modern Warfare 3 for the biggest first weekend in Call of Duty history, which is crazy because I thought the first... Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 for me was a bigger impact than even Modern Warfare well, remember, 3. Remember, we was numbers. working at the time when that was yeah. released. We did all the midnight releases. Yeah, so I think we were we were just uh, physically there selling the product, not seeing it the impact. Felt, yeah, it felt like that. But I but see, Modern Warfare 3 was good, but wasn't like Black Ops 2 was better to me. But you know, each is on whatever. Yeah. But you know, it is. But it's a big deal, and it's big deal to the point that they have an investigation to hold off this acquisition or at least do it. But you have to break up a few companies. And I swear, if they break up a few companies, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think, honestly, you're right. That's probably the only way this will go through. And if it doesn't go through, they're going to pay that penalty. That's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's the only way. To be honest with you, thing's huge. King. King already. And nobody talks about that. But no. King is a is crazy candy crush, bro. Mobile games make bank because of the coin term whales. 
Oh, jeez. You don't know that term? That's a terrible term. It sounds brutal. Pretty much, it's people, it's like a select few people who spend a ridiculous amount of money on mobile games. Mm. Games like um, Genshin, Impact, yep. um, Fate Order, things like that that have like money, like you, you buy stuff with yeah. like money and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They're not like, you know, they don't make you like buy the things, but there's certain people that like want to buy because they want to be the best at the game. So they spend hundreds and thousands. So they of buy the way to success, pretty much. So th- those people, those little fraction of people, is you need what to get makes the butt big money. Not being spoiled and get that butt whooped. That's that ass beat. What you talking about? That's that, pretty you're much. You're supposed to fail and get back up and try again. You don't go. Oh, I feel. Well, I'm gonna get some money so I can pay this so I can be the best ever. It's that's dumb. Unfortunately, how, how it is. dumb. Do you know Battlefield? That's when I really got offended. When I was playing Battlefield, I think it was four, and they offered everything in the game for two hundred dollars. As soon as they offered the whole game with every other extra for two hundred dollars, sure I got murked everywhere because they had, bought it. Because people bought it, they spent two hundred dollars on that fancy ass sniper rifle with no recoil and aim in my face every single time. Mm-hmm. It is beyond BS. Things and like I still that. didn't buy the two hundred to do that. Yeah, sp- because people, you know, people like that, like if they want to win or if they want to get good or whatever they want to think about. They want to do things like that, so that's why they spend that kind of money. Sad. It is really sad. Sad. Mm-hmm. I think that's everything, right? Yeah, man. <laughs> wow. Kind of flew. Yeah. Flew by. Kind of flew by. Um, no other breaking news that I got here. Not Nothing, tonight. right? No, because I explained about the bungee one. Yep. Um... Let's see. You can now read all issues. Nope. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> oh my god. Xbox automatically banned 4 million accounts for cheating or botting in 2022. <laughs> if you're banned, now you know why. Mm-hmm. Don't go botting. Yep. <laughs> botting is like just another you. form of uh, spamming. Yeah, people don't like you when you bot. Nope. <laughs> Nope, nope. Uh oh. Uh oh. Whoa. What? Whoa. Something that, you know, you might not like. Sony NFT patent references Babe Ruth, esports, and pro streamers. No. Yes. No. Oh my god. Ugh. That's crazy. I'm gonna save this because this might be a more of a topic to have you very, very mad at life. Disgusting. But I wonder what. Disgusting. You only got to prepare for that world, the world, uh, world cup. Let's see. Where is it? A Sony patent, courtesy of Kotaku. A Sony patent from last year. Last year. Though published recently, charts out the company's interest in technology that would convert digital assets associated with video games from being fungible to being non-fungible, I guess. Hold and on a system second. that would create and manage such digital assets by tracking a history of the digital assets. Let me guess. This is what PlayStation Stars wanted to do. 
but obviously they got all the they didn't want all the heat from all the things so they got rid of it that's what happened wasn't it <laughs> that is funny let the people get comfortable let them do what they needed to do and get comfortable with it, getting the little shelves and you know collectibles and here we are so originally, Here we are, so originally they were going to. It was going to it be. It kind of makes you wonder why Square Enix is still pushing NFTs because they knew a big company like you well, know, thank God Sony. So, well, thank God Sony got rid of it. And not, they're not doing it yet. Well, I know they're not doing it yet. Yet. Well, <laughs> it kind of makes you wonder why again Square Enix is pushing hard because they know Sony no is going to why do it. The whole stars thing, the collectible, looked like it was NFTs when they said it wasn't. It was yeah. originally was supposed to. Yeah, they had it. Last year, they had the patent and just got published recently. So, I'm clearly today because I'm just reading it. So, it was originally going to... So, PlayStation Stars was originally going to have... Oh, my God. There's more. (laughs) Quote, the patent identifies these digital assets as in-game items or characters or video game digital media assets representing moments of gameplay of a video game, such as a video clips or images. Another term for that bullish NFTs. Oh man. Yep. Yep. Wow. So they were gonna do it, but then backed out because of how hated NFTs are. The patent references baseball collectibles, a common enough analogy for NFTs and unique digital collectibles, as proof that people like to collect um, memorable items, and then speculates that there is a need for digital assets to emulate the scarcity of physical resources, like baseball autograph of Abe Ruth, baseball is hit by Ruth in an important baseball game, trading cards depicting Ruth, and the like. <laughs> uh, well, we're gonna have to look forward to NFT future in the future. No. And I'm telling you, if Sony did this. I think home is coming back, man. I, I keep saying it, but I think home is coming back, and it's gonna be a VR exclusive app with all of your brand new fungible NFTs. Right, outlandish? No, that's gonna right. have to be a post video of you getting pissed. Oh no, 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 no. All right, we're we're gonna we're gonna that's that's a topic next week. We're gonna we're gonna talk about that a little bit more next week. We don't wanna. <laughs> That was that is great. I saved it. All right, that's funny. That's hilarious. Thank you guys for checking us out, especially the TikTok family, uh, for checking out episode sixty-six of BOP Gaming. We are here live every Tuesday, seven thirty p.m. Like, subscribe, comment below, hit the notification bell to be notified every Tuesday, seven thirty p.m. A little bit more because you know how we get. Um, follow us on Twitter to get news and updates and our and our opinions and. Um, yeah, I think it was fun this week. I think it was good. Yeah, it was good. Good topics, good interactions yeah. with TikTok and all that stuff. So it'll be fun. Peace out, y'all. Peace.
We gotta be good, we good. Okay, make it show. BOP Podcast, episode 67. What is going on here? It is Whisk. Outlandish. And we are here, episode 67. Like, subscribe, comment, and make sure you follow us on Twitter, on Instagram. We are live right on TikTok. What's happening, TikTok family? We are here giving you the news, rants, and IOOs to you every single week. Of course, when we don't, follow us on Twitter, get the latest updates and the like. Last week, we had some personal issues, and it sucked, but now we're here. We thought it was going to be game over, too, but the laptop is now working because my dumbass didn't plug it in. Wasn't plugged in. We're not going to talk about that any further. So, what are we playing today? Mine's very easy. Warzone 2, a.k.a. Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2. Of course. What, What are you playing? Of course, Pokemon Scarlet. I mean, yes, no, Violet. I'm, Violet. I messed you up. Violet. I'm playing Pokemon Violet, and yeah, we'll go into more of that later with our things. But so yeah. I will say I'm enjoying it a lot. So that's good. Now we're gonna just talk. Uh, not, I wouldn't say briefly, but the elephant in the room. It was just announced, and we're gonna talk about the Mario. The, the second trailer trailer that came out today yeah. I'm gonna put up the picture I'm still iffy I don't know I'm iffy let like, us know what y'all think TikTok yeah cause personally me yeah I'm still not a fan of the Mario voice I'm not but I did like what they showed in this trailer I will admit I did like you know some of the action scenes I loved how it ended that was great with the whole car thing that was great yeah, that yeah. Was, I freaking love that. Um, Peach's voice is Peach's voice because she doesn't really talk anyway, so it wasn't really that big of a shock for that. So the I was like, toads okay. are going to be hilarious. That is the one key that I got out of that <laughs> is the toads are going to be funny, and I'm for it. And honestly, I know how you feel about this, but I enjoy Luigi's voice. I actually it's like it's all right, but like, I my mind is I want an authentic voice acting from the game, but. We talked about it in it's length the, it, that it even if it were to be the case, it wouldn't work because it would be dragged out and very, very, very people much will annoying. get annoyed so fast. So they have to voices. they have to be smart about it and not do it too much, but at the same time be new. And Chris does a great job, but it just doesn't. I, the see. last part when they land oh. on the rainbow, when he said when woohoo, that was ill. I'm that like, was actually right. pretty good. How he so did maybe that. their direction is doing some of the. Straight copy of Mario and his gestures and waha, boohoo, yeah, that type and and keep it. But yeah, from the trailer, I loved how they were going through different kind of obstacles. They were going through the bridge with the little fishies. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. Like one of them hit Mario. I was laughing at that. Guys, if you don't if you don't know what the hell we're talking about, you might as well go ahead and check that out because <laughs> Mario trailer is it's fantastic. It's good. And then um, Jack Flag doing his thing. And of, yep, Jack Flag doing his thing. And then of course we have some of the super power ups that we showed. They showed the fire leaf. Oh yeah, I love flower. how they touched the flower and it just raised right to the arm. Like okay, and they okay. have the Tanuki suit, which was awesome. I'm a fan of that. I'm that. a fan of that. Yeah, um, there was one thing on Twitter that was uh, people going around like, yo, why, why did Luigi look like he's ascending to Ultra Instinct? But it was, I guess, I don't know what power he had, but he got risen by Bowser. I'm yeah. assuming based on the trailer. Yeah. Um, but it was funny because they were already saying, Luigi's stronger than Mario? Ultra Instinct? Luigi? I'm like, that, dude, stop. They already did Shaggy, Ultra Instinct Shaggy, <laughs> and know, put it into the multiverse. So I know, that was that was funny they did that. Um, but, he, but so far, I will say... My hope for the movie is up a little bit. I'm not. My hope is still not fully there. My, my but, hope is it's gonna be a great movie. But I will say, but it'll be long too. It seems like Nintendo's definitely have their reins hard on Illumination because 
in my opinion, Illumination always made, how do I say this, safe movies. They don't like to go big on their movies. They like to basically play towards the audience and be safe with it. They don't do anything adventurous. They don't do anything crazy. They're just safe with their movies. And in my opinion, they're usually boring. I'm confused. You got to elaborate about safe, meaning They don't do anything crazy. They don't do anything that's offbeat. They don't do anything that's just basically played towards... The genre. The genre They're, and stuff. Like, they okay. don't try anything, like, new. They don't try anything. Like, like, they basically play it safe, keep it keep it like what people like, and that's okay. it. And I, in my opinion, it's always been boring. But they seem with this one, they're actually putting all the Nintendo flair with, all, you know, with the Mario and all that stuff. And it looks like Nintendo has more in control and reins of this. And from what I'm seeing with these two trailers, it looks like, Okay, this is actually going to look like it's going to be fun. It's going to be entertaining. It looks like it's actually going to be an illumination room in a while that I actually enjoy it. That's how I feel. Okay. So it seems like illumination is like not free balling, but at the same time, they have more freedom to exercise another person's IP. Well, it's because Nintendo. Or multiple IPs. Because you know how Nintendo is. They're very, very strict with how their IPs are. So they probably have major control on this. And. From the two trails I've seen, other than Chris Pratt's voice, it's been pretty good. Which is fantastic. So far, it's looking good. You got more of the voice acting, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Toads are going to be awesome. And I, like, and, and I like what they did with Donkey Kong, too. It was so funny. It was like, yeah, that yeah they're saying that Donkey Kong has a little bit of a different personality. Is he, uh-huh. is he a weed head? I'm like, no, no. no why people are they're not going to do oh, that. Yeah, you got to see the but picture, it, though. It looks like it's more goofy, though. Yeah, yeah, that's what I feel. Which is fine. Which is fine. I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's... It's like how Knuckles transitioned from being a tall, dumb one to being like a like a short should should have been in the first place, a monotone, serious, but with stupid ass questions sometimes. Yeah. But he's now has a serious tone to him. But now, yeah, this and it's Donkey Kong definitely Netflix. looks like it's gonna be a lot more goofier. Which yeah, is, yeah. I'm okay with that, just as long as they do it. We didn't hear him really, so we don't yeah, know we just seen him beat Mario's ass. Sorry to spoil it for you guys. Uh, but it's everywhere. It's, it's trending on Twitter. It's fantastic. So April 2023, still no delays. Yep. So that was good. Was now we're going to talk about something that actually has been updated as of today. And it's happening so rapidly that right now we can talk on it. <laughs> and then it's going to be outdated. I could put it on my top five, which you guys, please go ahead and check out. We are now doing the top five news weekly. So if you don't catch us live, you can actually check out that video that gives you a nice top five news of that week. Every well, I'm trending on Saturdays, mm-hmm. but I want it sooner. But we're gonna stick to Saturdays. But we'll see. Yeah, I want to do it sooner, maybe so. Man, there's a lot of news back coming. But I said Saturday because like you get all the days. It gives me time to edit, place, and put, and exactly. then put it on a Saturday. So they kind of end end the week. Um, so guys, make sure to check that out because it's pretty pretty funny. Um, but we but see based on that we can hit you with this in another hour be news and then when I do my top five it might end up being old but. Microsoft and Activision pending deal. And as of today, so much things will go in. As down. of today, it's been confirmed that Brazil and Serbia have approved the buyout of Microsoft buying Activision. So I'm not a fan of that. I don't know why, but I just don't want Microsoft to own this because it seems like they're really, really trying to get. Call of Duty without trying to say they just want Call of Duty for themselves mm-hmm. and I think they're bleeding out of IPs yes they do have Bethesda but 
it doesn't seem so for now it doesn't seem like it's benefiting from that buyout it could be i just don't see people flocking over such bethesda games like that that we thought it's, was going to happen that exactly, was a big purchase too exactly now so so where do you want to start because this is going to be a big this is going to oh, be a little is, big oh, chunk yeah because okay well i'll start with the whole one that got me like a little shock the thing so earlier last week um with all because like i said there was a bunch of things just coming out coming out because you know they're in all process of talking about it so microsoft called the elder scrolls series a mid-sized game a mid-sized game which you know elder scrolls mid-sized elder scrolls and you know especially skyrim like that's not a mid-sized game. That is not a small game. That is a big game. That is a game that a lot of people play, and the game that they said, "Oh, the game didn't come out since 2011, but has been re-released so many times. It's ridiculous. It was re-released in 2013, 2016, 2017, 2020, 2021, 2022. It was literally released so many times, and it's literally think of a system or a mobile phone or anything, it's on it. It's a cash cow, and they don't want to say that. Exactly. It's like, they're trying to downplay it so badly that I say, oh, this is just a mid-sized game. And they were also saying, which is another thing they were mentioning in the same <laughs> thing too. It's driving down lane. It's crazy. Fallout, the game that's also been multi-system and stuff like that, was a niche title. And I'm going to say that makes sense because I don't necessarily believe fallout is the game that people run for after two months when it came out but it sold millions upon millions and millions especially in the xbox 360 days too man that's not a niche title no when when you sell millions and millions of a title that's not niche no no. and so it's like it's just for me in my opinion i feel like it's a niche title but it's still Again, it's a solid IP. Exactly. So they're pretty much saying that they're they're downplaying the 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 company that they recently bought, the Bethesda one, the one that went through was last year or the year before that, mm-hmm. whatever year. So they're downplaying those games, and they were also mentioning games like you know Starfield and Redfall that they're going to be new IPs that they don't know how they're going to be reactive. But let's be real, Starfield. Everyone's been excited for that one because it's made by the same Bethesda, which is the same people who did Elder Scrolls. Mm-hmm. And everyone loves Elder Scrolls, so everyone is going to love Starfield, so let's be real. Regardless Microsoft, of that situation, exactly. how you feel about it, it's going to sell. It's going to sell, and Microsoft's just downplaying it. And Redfall, we don't know about that one, but people seem like they're mm-hmm. excited about that one too. It was just funny because two months ago, they were mentioned, Xbox was mentioning how Call of Duty is not such a big title. It was not big. Remember that? You remember they were saying that? That Call of Duty is not such a big title. It's not going to be a big thing. And then now, two months later, they're saying, oh no, my Call of Duty is a big title that we can't just get rid of it from our Sony brethren. We can't do that at all. So they literally turned 180 with their, with their ruling. And it's like, are you like... It's bothering me so much how so, much are they going back and forth with the this. fact the fact that they are they are actively like almost every day downplaying their own company beating themselves up just so that the regulators can just go okay we feel bad for you they said Call of Duty's not really the game we're trying to change we're just trying to expand our mobile market we just wanted 
um, King. We just want a King and the and, and all that mobile product. Talk about King. Call, you dude. know how big King is. If Huge. they get that, Microsoft is going to be one of the big other than Tencent. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's going to be one of the big rulers of the mobile. Yeah, you do know that, yeah. right? Yeah, it's going to be insane. The fanboys going to rejoice. Of course, they are. But now here's the funny part, and I explain a lot when it comes to. Um, Regulations and and buyouts and whatnot, and it happened in the mobile industry. It happens in other other industries. When you buy out and it goes to regulators, the regulators, if they don't see that that full deal is unfair, they want to make they want to either split it or see if they can meet in the middle of certain things. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm gonna give this example because it is possibly the best example, and it is the AT and T T Mobile, and that was gonna buy out. That was a, a a four and a one uh, industry it was uh, Verizon, AT and T, T Mobile, and Sprint. AT and T, which is the second largest, is going to buy T Mobile. Thus, Sprint will not survive. It'll be top two. Verizon, AT and T. Regulators didn't like it, so they went through the regulation, the hoop, saying this, we'll update this, we'll update that. They're like, you're not going to do, not going to do it. All right, we're going to break up six billion dollars went to T Mobile from AT and T. That deal did not go through. It's over fine mm-hmm. now with this they're trying to do the same thing and this is in different regions okay so again in the beginning we explained that brazil and serbia two countries as of right now today they approve the acquisition without without issue no contest they approve it we want to make it happen the eu which consists of what 20 countries of such maybe uh, roughly give or take give or take yeah they are a whole nother realm, right? And they have a pr- an active probe against Microsoft for this acquisition. And they stated that we um, we want to look at a little bit more into why and if it's going to be anti-competitive. While that's happening in the United States, it's already likely yeah. that the FTC is going to file a lawsuit, an uh, antitrust lawsuit against Microsoft Activision exactly. because of such. Now, because of that rumor, Microsoft turned around and said, hey, 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 hey look, look, look. We want this to go through. EU is a profitable market. How about this? Let's. I'll make a concession. Okay, that's the quote. Oh the concession. Look, 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 look. I know we're awesome. We want to get Call of Duty. We want Bethesda. We want everything. So what we want, we'll give Sony permission to have Call of Duty for ten years. I can't Call of Duty for ten years yeah. and you're fine. Not. And now here's the funny part: if they, if that whole regulator EU pro whatever is stupid, then they fell into the trap because Microsoft can say, "Yeah, Call of Duty, mobile games." And if they do so, that would be a ten-year agreement for Call of Duty on a PlayStation Five, region locked in the EU alone. What about in the U.S.? Now, does that's the thing? Can they do that? Can they that can happen? absolutely do that? Yep. If the EU allows them to have that concession and works with the EU. Then they have to fight with the U.S. If the U.S. has not their own concessions or flat out denies it, because it's a Microsoft U.S. company. What well, the thing then is, it's with the FTC, one of their recent wins was Penguin, Reardon House, and Simon and Schooler, which are publishing companies. Mm-hmm. They were about to merge. As a book was a book, right? It was a book. Yeah, they stopped that merger because mm-hmm. doing that is going to cause like a huge monopoly thing. Like that. it disrupts all the digital copies and rights and all that. It, that was a whole. That's so, a whole mess too. Yep. So yeah, they just they recently stopped that. So I think because nothing like I said. All that's this, a good deep cut. That's a good. All nice. the thing is kind of rumors right now because they said they luckily it was a local, it was it was uh, Politico said said this mm-hmm. was the one. 
but they're in the process. They're doing all the paperwork. The thing is, it's currently challenging the lawsuit. You know, but if they challenge the lawsuit, means, that gives yeah, Microsoft and Activision other ways. It's not that the FTC has a way to allow it and have certain options. It's we're filing it now. Give us a reason why you want us to. And if it's just BS, like what they've been doing, just beating each other. God Wars, the best selling one is Sony. They have all sorts of different. They have all sorts oh, yeah. of. Different. I can't believe oh, they were the saying that. The major leader too. of the gaming industry, the gaming world, like bro, yeah. stop beating yourself up. What the thing is, with the serious about this, it's with sad the, because if they approve it, that means it worked, and they will lie. They will give Call of Duty ten years to Sony as an app. I am telling you, they will do it as an yeah, app because the we FTC. Got, the thing, what the thing with the FTC antitrust lawsuit, they. Received depositions from both Satya, which is the you know the guy the guy the main guy from Microsoft, yeah, the CEO of Microsoft, and Bobby Kodak. Nobody cares about him. He's gonna be gone by next year. Well, I'm just saying this thing because they so what what I'm saying is that they are being serious with this. It seems like because those two already sent in their depositions, so it seems like it might be something that could go down and see like what's gonna happen with the whole Arguments. FTC and see what happens on that part. Because I can't believe that Microsoft was, yeah, this is going to be another like little tangent going towards this, but Microsoft was saying earlier that Sony's games are more polished, are more better than the games that are coming out on Microsoft, that the exclusives are more higher quality. Mm. I mean, they're not wrong. They're not, they're not wrong. We're not, we're not gushing on Sony oh, no, fanboys, no, 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 but no, no, they're no, not no. wrong, bro. But I mean, if you're going to release a game that's not even fully finished, Halo, you're not, gonna, you're not going to release much of your exclusive games at all this year, Starfield Redfall. and Redfall, or... Haven't even touched some of your current IPs in years. Fable, Perfect Dark. How you? How? I can understand why Microsoft is saying things like this, but saying things like this as a company and just trying to like pretty much dog in your own company, your own like IPs and stuff. That's not a good luck. And to keep, I mean, is it's apparently trying to really get Call of Duty under its under its belt because That's they just want to do. They want to take that and then push that for hardware alone. Even though months, they're not selling hardware even though like months that. ago they were saying that Call of Duty was not a big deal, mm-hmm. but now apparently it's a huge deal. Now, now they want to do mobile instead of instead of worrying about discs and Call of Duty and all that stuff. So it's like, dude, seriously. To be completely honest with you, it's one of those things where uh, it's going to be pushed. It's going to go through regulation. I personally don't want it to go through because of the sheer fact that Microsoft is flat out lying. Oh, I know they, they are, are lying. lying because, you know, let's say if this and We does... can't trust those types of liars because oh, once no. they put the approval and it gets going, obviously all the Sony fans are going to be really pissed. And the, those that approve that acquisition is going to be really pissed. The what they keep Xbox what they keep saying they keep saying this every time when new things come out about all the stuff they've been saying is that we are not going to take Call of Duty from PlayStation. We don't want to lose players. We want people to have more options on where they can play the game at. I don't buy that at all. Nope. I do not. In a cell cell world, um, T Mobile turned their back 
with uh, the Boost Mobile 5G band that they were told you're going to give Dish Network three years so they can build their 5G network. And T-Mobile's like, yeah, we'll do it. We'll find to close the deal. And mm-hmm. then T-Mobile bought Sprint. In one year, T-Mobile said, turn off, you're done. And they can't do nothing about it because... They approved it. If they approved, they could do whatever they want. Exactly. So that's, that's why they're doing a concession to have a contract for 10 years. But that could be vague. And it's only in the EU market. Exactly. It's like, because the thing is for us to even, to even them to even think about it. Like, I still don't want this to go through. But even if they're going to think about doing it, the 10 years has to be worldwide. Yeah. And it has to be at the end of the 10 years, they are open to negotiations to increase the things not to mention they do the something 10 years, like that then it call of duty will not be released every 10 years and not every year or remember how they said the cycle is gonna be every two years now so now they're gonna get even less call that of could duty be games. one call of duty game maybe two depending on the thing. maybe two or have it two and then be one year old on the playstation no they said that they were gonna release it at the same time that's i'm just saying what they said you I already told you, change. you don't think I believe that. Oh I don't God. at all. But they said that, no, we'll make sure it gets released at the same time. Because it's so funny, because every time a new thing comes out with their discussions and all that, they always get, they always send their representative, their spokesperson to say, no, 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 no. Call of Duty is going to get released on the same time. Call of Duty is going to come out. We don't want to get rid of Call of Duty on any other systems. We want it to have in all the systems so more people can play it. They keep saying the same thing, which makes me seem like it's fishy because they are saying these things so to make sure it makes them look good. So when the deal goes through, they're going to be like, oh, that? Nah, we don't believe in that. And the best of part is they try to they try to use the well we def, we done that with Minecraft and Minecraft is now is on all platforms. Mm-hmm. We've done it with which Minecraft is Mahjong too, right? They're, yeah, yeah. They're all, they're all they bought it with yeah. Mahjong, but that Mahjong was a big deal to a point, but it was mainly on the mobile, and that was not a console direct competition. It was just another way to get the pie for mobile. You're talking about Call of Duty that actually had a start on PlayStation. And then it went back and forth with the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation brand every single year, every single year. And most of the players currently right now, I'm sorry to say this, they're PlayStation users. Yeah, I that's I how it it's is. all PlayStation. Mainly, well, most of them are PlayStation users. Most for of them. the thing, yeah, most of the game play who plays Call of Duty are PlayStation players. That's what it is. And now people can't use the price point anymore because you still can play the Call of Duty new one on the X, and it's cheaper, half the price as a. Uh, so on the PlayStation 5. Mm-hmm. And so to still have a user base on PlayStation, that says a lot. Exactly. Oh, man. There was one thing. Oh, and then another thing, which we kind of talked about. Yeah. <laughs> and poor thing. They tried to say, was it Sony? If Sony was oh, Sony did it. Sony said this one, yes. And then Sony turned around and was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Microsoft tried to say that they have other other titles and developers and other shooters. And they tried to say Battlefield. And unfortunately, and I'm a fan of Battlefield. And I've been a Battlefield fan, not since 1942. But when the Frostbite engine was introduced with Battlefield 3, that was epic. It's still epic. It's so epic that it actually gets replayed on the Battlefield uh, 2042 as a custom game. I know Battlefield 2042 is a little bit... I still, feel, I still rock with it. It's really nice. I like it. The destruction is great and all that. But, 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 Sony went ahead and said, 
in a nutshell, it's like, bro, Battlefield, Battlefield ain't ish compared to Call of Duty. What are you talking about? And they make sense and absolutely it's correct. And they were saying they bad. can't compare the two and all that type of stuff. It's like, I mean, you can't compare you because they don't do the same numbers, bro. Yeah, they don't. Exactly. It's one of those things where, and we were just talking about this earlier. Uh, there's a there's a guy on TikTok, and I did a duet on this, and I didn't like the way he came off with it, but unfortunately, I made it as a funny little skit. But in the end, he's kind of right. Because Call of Duty is approached as an arcade shooter. And it's not really an arcade shooter. You want an arcade shooter, Time Crisis. Right? Yeah, exactly. Time Crisis. That's, that's uh, arcade House shooter. of the Dead. Yeah, those are like arcade that. shooters. Virtual by cop, definition, things like that. they're arcade yeah. shooters. And they feel, you grab them, they feel like arcade. Call of Duty doesn't, it's not that at all. But because it is so approachable and so, you can grab the controller and with ease play and get familiar. And the progression system is pretty simple until now. It, 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 it's approachable as an arcade shooter. So in a way, I made fun of the dude, but it's still funny as hell. But he's kind of right when it comes to arcade shooter. Mm-hmm. And, but then he was totally wrong when he said, you're not there. Da, 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 da. Nah, bro, because you got the next generation systems. You know damn well you're going to get it for the realism. That's why DMZ now is more of a tactical, the way you aim and all that stuff. So that's awesome. On top of that, you have... um. Oh man, I was going with it so much. Then you got Rainbow Six Siege, which is another game that that is more of a tactical squad based intro and blah 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 and all that. But Battlefield is more of a simulation, mm-hmm. conquest, taking over in the maps, working with squads in a big, a super big area. I think even bigger than the map for Warzone Two, but it's just a different. That's a niche title. Yeah, because pretty much how like they compared like like sellings of what they sold each other things. So the new Battlefield sold about 88.7 million. Call of Duty hit 400 million. It's like... And it only came out in like two weeks. There is no competition. They don't do the same None numbers, bro. at all. They got ad money. They yeah. got they got all the celebrities doing them. They got promo. Exactly. And it's just the name itself, so, so we get yeah. it. I mean, it sucks that Sony had to say it like that. But they're trying I mean, to prove a point, bro. They are trying to prove a point. That's what I was saying. Sorry, EA, do better, but I mean, exactly. It's like, yeah, EA is a big company. They when we know they're one of the biggest company, third-party companies. We know that, but they're not at the level of Call of Duty. I'm Money-wise, sorry. they're not, and they're trying. But again, they're trying to keep. They don't want to become a Call of Duty because then it just becomes a knockoff. Exactly. They want to keep it a different. A different variation and of that's fine. And have they different do have options, that. and that's great. Have different options. That's fantastic. But you can't compare sale wise. You see, here's the thing. Here, here's what's the best part. Here's where you can kind of understand where Battlefield's coming from. You got Call of Duty, which is dope. Then Battlefield, niche. If another shooter came out like that, it won't top Battlefield. Oh, 100% not. And, like, if another shooter wants to compete, it will not be Battlefield. I mean, there's, like, things like Ghost Recon and stuff like that, but yeah. they definitely don't do well at yeah, all. Yeah, it's a great, but won't do well. Rainbow Six, I think this one's actually doing better because they fucked up really bad in Battlefield as far as the bugs and just uh, the initial backing of the developers. And, so they, remember, they messed and up, also there was, like, things back in the day like SOCOM and things like SOCOM that. SOCOM was great, too, but when it came to Battlefield, Battlefield and the realism on that, they were anticipating... It was more hype with Battlefield then, mm-hmm. and then it was still hype for Call of Duty. Now it's more Call of Duty, Battlefield. Well, oh yeah. yeah, what's that game? Yeah, you not know? much people play Battlefield like that, yeah. other than Call. Like maybe out of like ten people, two people might play Battlefield, and the rest will play Call yeah. of Duty. Yeah, so it just, that's, just, that's how it's gonna. I be. am a fan of Battlefield. And I love it. Um, but Call of Duty, of course, now that there's a lot of people playing it, Warzone's great and all that. So, but that's a lot of Microsoft news, man. And again, two countries accepted it. 
They got a proactive for EU. But the thing is, with the EU and the United States, it's going to be much harder to please those two. So I don't know what else Microsoft is going to do to try to downplay themselves or anything like that. Cry? Beg? Yeah, no kidding, right? Because apparently if everything goes through, it's supposed to go through everything through um, June of next year, I think, if everything goes through. It's going to take a little bit longer. Okay, so we have... I don't know what that is, and I don't know what that is, but now we have quick, I don't even say quick, but like noteworthy uh, news here that we have. Let's talk uh, NetEase Blizzard, because that one was um, caught me off guard, and what was the issue? And I'm going to transition to a related So yeah, so the issue with NetEase is that they were the ones who were serving the blizzards uh, in China. They were the ones who were doing all the services and stuff like that, the internet oh, services and stuff okay. like that, yeah, like yeah. for all the games, like you know, like World of Warcraft or anything yeah, like yeah. that. Well, and it lasted for years, for fourteen years. It's going to end January twenty third of twenty twenty three, so literally in less than two months, mm-hmm. it's going to end completely. So all games like Overwatch two, Diablo three, World of Warcraft, Starcraft. Heroes, stories of the heroes of the storm, heart, Hearthstone, no longer will be in service in China. I wonder why. Um, it's because they couldn't come up with a, I guess, an agreement that worked on both of their ends that will be fair to their customers or something like that. So they decided to just not renew the agreement. That's random. So, but the, but that they, looks a bit. But the thing is, Diablo Immortal, Immortal which is the yeah. Diablo one for their mobiles, mm-hmm. that will still continue because that's in a separate agreement oh, okay. that they did. Well, that's okay. So, I mean, China has a lot of things that, that's happening they, there. So yeah. So they said that they're still going to do all the updates up until January twenty third. So Overwatch will still get their recent updates. World of Warcraft will still get their new thing, but they're not gonna have long to play them because yeah. it's gonna literally just die yeah. off and thing. Oh my God, that's exactly. Yeah, that's, I'm gonna look into that. More so I think more people are probably gonna do like VPNs and try to like secure yeah. like. Figure out a way to get around so they'll be able to still access their games. Yeah, like because, reach another server. Yeah, because what they said is it, they're going to save their data in the server. That's what Blizzard said that all the people in China's data will still be saved in a server or mm. like that, so they won't lose it. Mm. But they just can't access the game. Damn. So unless people, you know, VPN it or figure out something to do, I don't know what they they could figure something out. Yeah, because that's they're not gonna have access to the games. That sucks. Which Talk is about digital. Yeah, yeah just exactly. The whole thing away. All right, but now we're going to segue to Overwatch because Overwatch, they now allow, which I didn't really look into the back back end of it, but very, very briefly. Yes. Overwatch now allows you to uh, utilize prepaid phones to authenticate yep. yourself, which so I now, think is a yeah, new thing bef- now. Because before, they, they only allowed like actual cell phones, like actual cell phones. Post-paid monthly bill exactly. cell so phones. That's but now they're going to allow prepaids now. Track so. phones, burner phones. In the street phones. Yeah. If you come from a city like where we come from, these are like normal type of phones that people had. So So they use track phones, but I guess there was something to do. I don't know. It's a dumb thing, but Mm -hmm. I viewed it as they couldn't tie it to an authentic, authentic plan, but now they did. So it's like, okay, we get it. But yeah. 
Yeah. So they decided to add that. And so yeah, we'll see how so that goes. We'll they should have done that in the first place. But right now. Maybe they didn't test it. Whatever. That was, that was stupid, but <laughs> it is there. Then we have... Uh, we did that. We did that. This one? That's the one from Steve. They're finally getting out to Steve. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. We did that. I okay. I didn't think it was a big, big... Uh, yeah, it's three games, right? It's a big deal. Uh, I so, that pick was from last week when I was trying to update oh, it. Oh, really? So I was like, why is that? I saved it. I was like, Ubisoft. <laughs> Messed it up. Ubisoft. So Ubisoft an- announced that on 12-6, December 6th, yep. Valhalla will finally be coming onto Steam. I have one name. Is it called Noah? A Noah 8 or something? Am I close? Yes. Um, the other games were yeah, uh, Roller Champions yeah. and Anno 1800. Yeah, I see. It, was eight and eight. it started yeah, with an A and it had an A in it. Yeah. So those were the things. Because originally they were on Epic, on Epic Store and... Originally, they had a deal, but they Four said years. that it didn't work out. It was not. In, it was unrealistic. That the way Steam handles the distribution, it's awful for companies and all that type of stuff. Uh, that's an excuse. They were there for four years. What exactly. Do you mean? Like, oh, we just feel it's unfair. No, they need to get that money, and they realize something. In my my opinion, they need to get the money, and apparently, Steam is the way to go. Right? Right? Am I right? Everyone Am I right? loves right. everyone loves Steam. So so now they're going to be on Steam. You still have to get an Ubisoft connection account, yeah. and you still need to have the connect installed on your computer, but. You could just go on Steam, buy the game, and you could just play it through there. It's like, just yeah. like how Microsoft says that you know if you're if you're stupid from taking the PlayStation fan base of Call of Duty, keep it to yourself on Xbox. You'd be stupid to do that because you're just taking your income away from all the exactly. PlayStation all the, and games. I thought currency. people like money. I thought com- big companies like money. At the end of the day, don't you got you a bottom wanna, line. I was supposed. Don't you want to re- release your games to more people? If you put it on Steam, that means you get all the PC you get access people. To more. Yeah, they could be fees related, but maybe they did it for four years and they kind of realized, man, damn it, we probably need to pay this fee because in turn it flips and makes a profit. Because lots of games are released on Steam and lots of people do very well on Steam. Yeah. So I'm glad sense. that Ubisoft is, is making some damn sense and woken up and actually going to release their big Valhalla game along with others. And I'm sure they said they're going to be releasing more games during the time. But yeah. those are the three that's getting released now. And yeah. I'm sure like all the other games will come out soon. Now, the two last two topics we got, I think they're last two. They're yes. kind of not chunky, but they're they're funny. So by that, we're going to talk about Aussie. Yeah, and so. this pick that I didn't rearrange here. And I'm going to right now. Yeah. And it shows a loot box that is X'd out. Yeah, because Australia, um, so a congressman from Australia, Andrew Wilkie, decided that he's going to re- introduce a bill to their, whatever Australia's Congress is yeah. called. Um, parliament. Parliament. That's it. Yeah, Parliament. I couldn't think of it. That they're going to restrict games that have loot boxes to 18 plus. And also have warning labels on the game stating on why the game is rated 18 plus, like what kind of loot boxes are in there. Stuff in a like way, that. I agree, but in a way, I don't. A lot of countries, well, not a lot, but some kind, like Belgium was one of them that stopped yeah. that, and I think some other countries I can't think of right now. I mean, I think I'm okay with it only because loot boxes is a chance, and you're rolling the dice, you're paying a lot of money for it, and it's a sign of gambling if you don't really get the result you really exactly. want, and it's a chance. And let's say you're putting this towards kids' games, like, you know, like games like, you know, E for Everyone games like FIFA, yep. Madden, yep. and of course, a lot of people play games like Overwatch, um, what's that game called? Fortnite, mm-hmm. things like that, you know, things like that, it's like, 
yes, these games are eat for everyone and all that type of stuff, but gambling is for adults. And, and loot boxes is, is addicting. Much, yeah, and loot boxes is pretty much gambling. Yeah. And that's what the issue, that's why, you know, when countries like this are trying to introduce bills to be like, no, you can't put this on there. You can't, you, a kid can't go into a casino and gamble, can they? No, no it's illegal. And pretty much loot boxes is pretty much the same thing. It's just an interactive version of it. Just it's just dressed differently. Exactly. So that's why they're trying to introduce. Um, of course, nothing has passed through. It's, it was just, just introduced. Yeah. We have. But to doesn't see. Belgium have it already? I think Belgium has. Yeah. Yes. And I think I think another country too. I just can't think of it. I just know Belgium is one of them. I know that. I think what it is too is um, loot boxes. I mean, if you watch your kids and you purchase history, maybe this loot bull crap would go away. But because these parents are not really regulating the children like that, and they're sitting there going, playing, 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 blah, 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 blah. and then the parent is getting mad because all the money's being spent, but then you're the one not looking at the child. And they're going to find out on the credit card bill that the kid spent like hundreds of dollars on loot boxes. For nothing, because the kid that wanted that one thing didn't get that one thing because they wanted to go for loot box in the first place. Exactly, because remember, loot boxes are randomized. Randomized. That means you never know what you could get. You could get a great thing, or you could get the same thing ten times. If you, if you look at a digital purchase and you know you're going to get those items and you're going to pay that money for those items, fantastic. It's great. No law should be But once you randomize when you have a random it. box, loot box, and you're putting it to, towards kids and it's easy access to do it, and not to mention, of course, payment and all that stuff. Exactly. They can build a habit. You know, these kids are now subjectable to those, and they can easily get that. And if they don't get it, guess what happens? They, they get mad. Or exactly. I mean, it's addi- it's addictive. It is. Yeah, it's an issue. It's a it's a, ver- it's a rise of dopamine and a decrease in dopamine instantly. Yeah. I mean, it's great that you know people are trying to like figure out ways to get rid of it because you know me, I always been against this type of stuff yeah. for like the longest time. Yeah. I never understood like digital purchases. I'm okay with whatever as long as you know what you're getting. But once you start putting a randomizer thing and you're taking my money. There's a reason why I don't like doing lotto tickets. There's a reason why I don't like going to casinos. I don't like I don't like playing with my money like that. I like to know exactly what I get for my money. Here's what I think loot boxes are compared to our generation. Buying Yu-Gi-Oh digital cards on the game. Yeah, I don't spend money on that. That makes that. sense. Yeah. Because for one, you can grind and get it. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Or you can get a whole structure deck in like 10 random packs. But they tell you it's random packs. It's not really a loot box. I think what it is too is, because they can use that as an argument. Well, card games and Pokemon, trading card game, Yu-Gi-Oh, they have loot boxes too. No, mother... It's packs. Well, first of all... And it's randomized. That's randomized packs, and Yeah, because I know some people try to use arguments like when you buy cards on real life and stuff like that, you never know what you get on there. Well, Mm -hmm. first of all, you're getting a physical thing, so you have it in your hands. Property, for one. Exactly. Okay, it's an asset at that point if you want to get legal, okay? Exactly. So it's like when people use that kind of argument, it's so weak. It's not even just so weak. They're just looking at it as the chance. But for one, it's an asset. It's physical property. It's yours. Two, you know, it's it's not something that you gain as a as loot or however you want to call it if you want to purchase cards you're purchasing a card that has five cards in it loot box is whatever is in it mm-hmm. it doesn't really specify it only specifies one thing you could possibly get a super ultra gold rare exactly you get the most popular costume get the possible mm-hmm. character whatever the loot box has in it and you won't get it in the first try if you're really really lucky just like in the cards yeah but 
with cards, there's multiple different cards to get, and they, it's advertised that way. If you're going to see a huge set of Yu-Gi-Oh, there's going to be 10 thing. brand new shiny cards. You have that much of a chance to do it, but then when you're buying it physically, it's an actual, you know, tangible And also, with, with fit, since it's physical and all that, you could trade with other people. You can't do that with digital. Nope, no one can show it off. Exactly. Which, apparently, it's enough for the kids to go, look at me, I'm swagging. I remember when we did uh, Halo 3 and they had the Hayabusa helmet. <laughs> if you did a certain amount, you get a Hayabusa helmet. And we were swagging because they were like, oh, that dude's dangerous. Look at him. He got the fire. He got the helmet with the fire on it. You know? And that's, that's, it is what it is. But they're just trying to figure things out. Exactly. And I guess Australia is another country doing so. And now we're going to talk about the bug ridden. <laughs> and I feel it is the first time for this generation of young children to face bugs because, to be honest with you, me and dealing with such games that have bugs and especially new games like <clears throat> Cyberpunk um, the, it's notorious but they didn't really think it was going to be in a Pokemon game though have that's you, the crazy have you part. seen some of the bugs? I haven't seen them I've only read there was one part about something to do with um, I guess it was a UI glitch in the menu or something like that but it was very I didn't really dive oh, into because yeah. you have the game right? yeah exactly and for me I haven't really dealt with it but which you're a lucky one yeah I'm lucky but yeah, it seems like yeah, there's a lot of glitches in this game. Like pretty much when you ride on the bikes, sometimes the bike will disappear, so it looks like you're just riding in the air. Some of the characters stretch out. Some of the characters like their arms and legs moves in like weird different ways. Some Pokemon just disappear through the grass. Some people, some of the <laughs> textures on the backgrounds just disappear completely or look like blocks. It's like. It's a lot of different things been happening, and a lot of people. So there's been actually some issues that people are actually getting refunds. Mostly, it's happening in the EU, not in not in America mm -hmm. so far, but mostly in the EU that people are actually getting some refunds back. And it's so bad that Nintendo, the company itself, has a whole section of customer service specifically for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet mm -hmm. because obviously it's a Pokemon game. It's going to sell like freaking hotcakes. Which I'm going to get to that in a now, second. Now, before you talk sale numbers, I want to say that it's a different market when people buying Call of Duty, grown-ups buying Call of Duty and letting their kids play mm -hmm. or buying it for the kids. But those kids, okay... And this is in my opinion. I could be totally wrong. Probably not, but I could be totally wrong. Those kids endured and loved those type of glitches. For one, I'll give you an example. They just found a glitch in Call of Duty DMZ. Literally, you go, you aim, you drop a gun, and you aim. And then you, I think there's something with a, you have a pack. And then if you move your cursor and you hit stow on the weapon. Oh, no. Wait a minute. You drop cash. Then you aim at a gun that has a modifier and then you move the cursor away and then you hit stow you get like a million dollars kids you know and adults love that type of glitch and they will use it use it use well, it that's use the it. even if a gun disappears and it becomes like they're shooting with fists you can that's a tick tock that's a hilarious and, you know, and they love that until exact, it gets patched exactly and you know what's funny though mm. with this game mm. with the amount of bugs People are still playing it, and people are still enjoying it. And yes, but because parents and other kids, they don't experience that type of thing in a Pokemon game, they automatically, it's not like, oh, this is weird. My game's broken. Instead, that's what they're thinking now. Whereas, we're so used to bugs, it's just like, 
oh, there's bugs. Oh, I'll get fixed with a patch. <laughs> it's kind of funny though, but okay, you know. Mm-hmm. So all these parents getting it for all the all the kids, and the kids is crying. That, oh, I can't look, mom. You got me the. It's the wrong game, mom. Look, I don't even see my Pokemon. Look, I bring out this Pokemon out the thing. It disappears in the grass. It's the wrong game, mom. Yelling at the mom, poor mom or dad, that exactly. they got the wrong game. But the fact that this is the right game, but it's damaged. So there's a different demographic as far as like the kids that get it and the bulk of the of the of the parents buying that game then there's you and then there's everybody else including me if I ever have time to play the Pokemon game then we actually see the bugs go ha ah, that's funny exactly. but how is that going to get fixed though because it's not all online right it's just in the game which it can be fixed with patches but Nintendo has to get on there and start doing patches Uh-oh. they're getting that cyberpunk feel now exactly now let me tell you the sales because it actually hit a record for Nintendo for you know, sales. Yeah, that's going to go, man. Pokemon, if it's not Mario, it's Pokemon. So within three days of the release of the game, it sold 10 million units. Three days? Three days. For comparison, Sword and Shield, the, the generation before this one, yeah. sold 2 million. In three days. Yes. Oh my, dude. <laughs> so it's a huge thing. It's a huge thing, right? That now. like tripled. That almost tripled. That tripled, right? Or quadrupled. Quadrupled. Quadrupled the amount of sales from the previous generation. <laughs> but the previous generation was the first time that came out with that type of graphics. Is that what it is? No. Uh, yeah, the Sword and Shield. Yeah, it was the first time. It came, that was the first Pokemon right, game so on the Switch. So it's a sequel of the actual. Okay. And um, so four million came from Japan alone, and six million came worldwide. Okay. So that's what the ten million. But yeah, oh. a lot of people bought this game. A, a lot, lot of those people, people are getting frustrated and pissed because <laughs> of glitches. But people are still playing because because people are enjoying the game. Yeah. Like for what I'm, people are enjoying it. It's just some of the glitches, and hopefully they'll fix the issues. They're just more complainers because the demographic is not used to such. Well, yeah, because kids are not, you know, as you know, kids are not the only one who are fans of Pokemon. Yeah. There's people like me who mm-hmm. grew up with it and yep. who love the game, too. Mm-hmm. And you, and then when you see a glitch, oh, oh all right, they'll fix it. Unless if it's really bad. Unless if it's bricked. If, a, if, a, if there's a bug that bricks your game or bricks a system, and that's what I've heard, there's really, I don't think there's any issues no, like there's that. No, there's no, there's no, it's just a lot of just like enabled glitches in the game. Glitchy, like things, like things looking weird. Yeah, yeah. Is it, I mean, it's like stuff weird. you can see, like in, like, like I said, Cyberpunk. Yeah. Things like that. That kind or of Or the glitch missing now from Pokemon Red and Blue. Exactly. Right? Yeah, poor Pokemon. But, you know, they yeah. sold dumb money. Yeah, and exactly. they're going to continue to sell their money, and they'll probably get a patch. Well, the funny thing is, that's what people were saying. It's like, yeah, all these glitches are happening and stuff like that, but people are still buying it. It's like... Yeah, of course. They're not going to fix their issues if people keep buying the game. <laughs> Let's hope Nintendo and whatever the company that is running that game Pokemon puts out a patch game. real fast. It's Pokemon Game Company. Is it game, a Pokemon Game Company? Yeah, is that what it is? Company. It, was, it, was game, it was Game Freaks before. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's called like the Pokemon, Pokemon Company. Oh. Yeah, Pokemon Company. Well, let's hope they uh, put on a patch real quick because <laughs> that type of game's not I'm that sure, much. I'm sure they will. Yeah. Is that all we had? Uh, I think that's everything. Do you see anything else in there? No. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think we all explained everything. What is this? No, that was a wrong file. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's everything. 
I think that is it, man. That was a real quick. I mean, mainly was the Microsoft issue. Well, yeah, because like I said, it was a lot of news, but it was all Microsoft news. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was. It was literally one one picture, four different topics. Yeah, because I just want. I'm just curious what's going to happen next week. Like, what's Microsoft going to say? So, do you want the deal to go through? Yes or no? No. That's me personally. But I want to see see what Microsoft is going to say more to make it seem like a thing. And I'm curious because they said the whole 10 year thing for Sony, but I know you mentioned it could be just for the EU only. I want to see if they said no for the worldwide. I want to see if they're going to say that. I want to know. Because Microsoft did that. They put that concession. Yeah, it wasn't mandated by any of the 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 governing. Well, the thing is with yet. the FTC supposedly thing, which they said if it does goes through and stuff, it's gonna be as soon as next month. And the thing is, if FTC is smart, they would say, look, whatever this because they they you know they look at numbers crunch. They don't get the active. They don't get the fun. They don't get the the environment. So what they'll say is like, look, my thing is, they might say. Call of Duty needs to be Call of Duty in the name of the franchise and anything that's universally associated with Call of Duty should be available in all consoles and future consoles indefinitely worldwide. If they did that. And if they don't do that, then the deal is off. Okay, and honestly, let's see if Microsoft will and, actually do And it. honestly, if that is the deal that they put on the table, then honestly, I would be okay with it. Yep. Because that's guaranteed that Call of Duty is not going anywhere else. It's going to be multi-platform. Yep. It's going to stay multi-platform for the rest of its life. Because we don't really care for Microsoft when it comes to mobile. No, it I, is don't what it is. I don't whatever. care. It's whatever. I don't care. Yeah, they I just, they, they, just can't, they can't do that with like Call of Duty. If they have a new IP, whatever. Make that exclusive. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They already got, they got Redfall. They got Starfield. They already got Elder Scrolls. And I'm got... sure if, they, if Activision does go through, they'll create their own new IPs. Yep. But Call of Duty... Things that you know is known for being all over the thing, including PlayStation, where mm-hmm. most of its users at, you can't make that exclusive. And it, they want to. I know they do, but you they, can't. They, they can't. They do want that. to sell hardware, but they're not selling hardware. They won't. They mainly focus on in digital. So yeah. Well, it's because uh, they have the Game Pass. Just imagine Game Pass being that. twenty dollars a month and automatically day one Call of Duty, no other payment, just Call, Call of Duty. Of course they're gonna. They want that, dude. But that's why they want to do it. They want to take it and keep it for themselves, which I get it. But they, can, but they can't, can't do, do that because that that deal will be like if they say completely no to that deal. Let's say if they do propose that deal and they say no, it's not going to go through. And you know who's going to lose? Mm. Activision Blizzard. Now what if? What if? I just thought about this before we end the show. What if Sony says? We can get the 10 years, right? Sell me all your rights. Let us... Ready for this? Remember this, okay? What if... Let us indefinitely use the license of Halo. That's never gonna go. That's never gonna happen. And they own Bungie. Do do you think that'll be... Fantastic! You know that say, will never. Happen. I think it could. That will never. Halo happen. Infinite is suffering. Three Four Three Studios has been screwing up ever since Halo Four. <laughs> Microsoft can make money still without even caring about Halo, because their name is attached to it. And so. the original makers of Halo, Sony owns now, which they make Destiny and it's Bungie. So if Sony says we 
we were allowed the 10 years, but let us give, give us 10 years and let me use your license for Halo. You get a little bit of chump change, it's fine, but let us, if they get 10 years and work with Bungie to make another Halo on a PlayStation, bro, what, and Halo was the most popular multiplayer game versus Call of Duty. That's probably the, the only thing, one I can contest the thing is, with if, Call of Duty. The thing is, if they were to do something like that, mm. wouldn't they need to re release like the collector's edition or, like, I mean, the, pretty much all the other Halo games? Should they be released? No, it'll be because won't that be like a? Because doesn't Halo have a story that's connected? They to Halo each has other? a story, but they can make a they can make a sequel of Halo Infinite. They can make a sequel of it, but it's Bungie, the originals, bro. I understand that, but I'm just because remember, and Mass they have the live. Oh, because remember, Mass Effect was originally an Xbox yeah. title. Yeah, and then Mass Effect Two, I believe, was also Xbox. And then Mass Effect 3 came out on the PlayStation and Xbox, mm -hmm. but they re-released Mass Effect 2 on the PlayStation because, you know, it's yeah, yeah. how you're going to have three and not have two at one. Yeah, yeah. So I wonder if, let's say, if your thing goes through, are they going to do the same thing with Halo games? Like, let's say, the, the, the Chief Collection or whatever the hell. The Master, Master Chief Collection. Yeah. If they release that to the Sony things, along with whatever the new Halo game they if create. So, if... If Sony were to go this route and ask for all of their catalog and put it on Sony, fine. I'm just talking about the namesake, namesake and intellectual property. Which that will be 100 percent because then so they won't pull. And they'll make a new Halo game with the original Bungie team. Oh, that's it right there. That'll be crazy. Pulling Halo away from Xbox to put it on Sony with the same people that well, the created thing is, Halo probably, is a whole. Well, dude, the, well, the thing so is, funny. you know that Halo game is also going to become up for the Xbox too. I I would say no. If I was Sony, I would say no. They're probably not going to do that, though. Because then, I don't think Xbox year, would agree to a, that. A year. Give it a year. I don't Wait think, a year. I don't think Xbox let, would agree to let that. The, let the Halo OGs create Halo on your competitive platform. All these years. The reason why Xbox was hot was because of Halo. Because you so do could, know. Oh, Halo will not give away Halo like that. That's the only game that's good right now. Well, they it's got, not good they right got, now. But they got the Starfield. They got Renfone. What do you mean? Shut up, bro. They got Call of Duty. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? It don't make no sense. It's funny. So now it's that funny. I'm thinking about it, it's Call of Duty, Halo, and Battlefield. But the only reason why Halo is not really popping like that is because they've been screwing it up. Well, yeah, Infinite is awful. Absolutely. It's damaging the brand of Halo. Let the originals take it over. Maybe that could be it. it but Sony has to pitch that idea. And then they have to pitch that to the regulators. So, no, no, no. We we'll allow the concessions for 10 years with Call of Duty. That's fine. That's fine. We just want to use that Halo. Let me get that Halo. Let me use all. You can get 0.001% of all revenue from the namesake of the license of Halo. But we want that. They can even ask for the whole license outright. Sell me the Halo ID. I don't think Microsoft would do it? I don't think Microsoft. I don't think so. Because Microsoft that's knows that's their cash cow pretty much. They know that. That's an old cash cow. They got a new one. Call of Duty. <laughs> And if, if, I'm telling you, if Halo were to be on a PlayStation platform underneath Bungie, the originals, bro, and all you're going to hear is the whole church music in the beginning of the screen on the Sony platform, da -da, on a Sony platform, oh man, that's the only way, only way Sony can allow Call of Duty to be stripped away from them is to take something away from them. We will see.
Because okay. it all depends on what they think. Yeah, put it on Twitter and tag everybody on it and see what happens. That's fun. All right. Episode 67. Thank you guys for checking out. Like, subscribe, comment. Make sure you hit the notification bell to know that we are on at 7.30 p.m. every Tuesday. As well as check out our top fives and other skits, hilarious videos on the YouTube as well as TikTok, YouTube shorts, yeah, and uh, Instagram and all that stuff. So, peace. Peace.
We gotta be good, we good. Okay, make it show. BOP Podcast, episode 67. What is going on here? It What's is Whisk. Out with this. And we are here, episode 67. Like, subscribe, comment, and make sure you follow us on Twitter, on Instagram. We are live right on TikTok. What's happening, TikTok family? We are here giving you the news, rants, and IOOs to you every single week. Of course, when we don't, follow us on Twitter to get the latest updates and the like. Last week, we had some personal issues, and it sucked, but now we're here. We thought it was going to be game over, too, thought, ah. but the laptop is now working because my dumbass didn't plug it in. Wasn't plugged in. We're yeah, not going to talk about that any further. So, what are we playing today? Mine's very easy. Warzone 2, a.k.a. Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2. Of course. What, what are you playing? Of course, Pokemon Scarlet. I mean, yes, no, Violet. I, Violet. I messed you up. Violet. I'm playing Pokemon Violet, and yeah, we'll go into more of that later with our things. But so yeah. I will say, I'm enjoying it a lot. So that's good. Now we're gonna just talk. Uh, not, I wouldn't say briefly, but the elephant in the room that was just announced, and we're gonna talk about the Mario. The, the second trailer. Trailer that came out today. Yeah. I'm gonna put up the picture. I'm still iffy. I don't know. I'm iffy. Let like, us know what y'all think, TikTok. Yeah, because personally, me, yeah, I'm still not a fan of the Mario voice. I'm not. But I did like what they showed in this trailer. I will admit, I did like you know some of the action scenes. I loved how it ended. That was great with the whole cart thing. That was great. <laughs> Yeah, that yeah. was I freaking love that. Um, Peach's voice is Peach's voice because she doesn't really talk anyway, so it wasn't really that big of a shock for that. So the I was like, toads okay. are gonna be hilarious. That is the one key that I got out of that <laughs> is the toads are going to be funny, and I'm for it. And honestly, I know how you feel about this, but I enjoy Luigi's voice. I actually like. It's all right, that. but like, I my mind is I want an authentic voice acting from the game, but. We talked about it in it's length the, it, that it even if it were to be the case, it wouldn't work because it would be dragged out and very, very, very people much will annoying. get annoyed so fast. So with they the have to voices. they have to be smart about it and not do it too much, but at the same time be new. And Chris does a great job, but it just doesn't. I, the last the, part when they land oh. on the rainbow, when he said when woohoo, that was ill. I'm that like, was actually right. pretty good. How he so did maybe that. their direction is doing some of the. Straight copy of Mario and his gestures and waha, boohoo, yeah, that type and and keep it. But yeah, from the trailer, I loved how they were going through different kind of obstacles. They were going through the bridge with the little fishies. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then, like one of them hit Mario. I was laughing at that. Guys, if you don't if you don't know what the hell we're talking about, you might as well go ahead and check that out because <laughs> Mario trailer is it's fantastic. It's good. And then um, Jack and Flag of, doing his thing. And of, yep, Jack Flag doing his thing. And then of course we have some of the super power ups they were showing. They showed the fire leaf. Oh yeah, I love flower. how they touch the flower and it just raised right to the arm. Like okay, and they okay. have the Tanuki suit, which was awesome. I'm a fan of that. I'm a fan of that. Yeah, um, I'm a fan there was one thing on Twitter that was uh, people going around like, yo, why, why did Luigi look like he's ascending to Ultra Instinct? But it was, I guess, I don't know what power he had, but he got risen by Bowser. I'm yeah. assuming based on the trailer. Yeah. Um, but it was funny because they were already saying, Luigi's stronger than Mario? Ultra Instinct? <laughs> Luigi? I'm like, that, dude, stop. They already did Shaggy, Ultra Instinct Shaggy, <laughs> and know, put it into the funny. multiverse. So I know, that was, that was funny they did that. Um, but, but so far, I will say... My hope for the movie is up a little bit. I'm not. My hope is still not fully there. My, my but, hope is it's going to be a great movie. But I will say, but it'll be long too. It seems like Nintendo's definitely have their reins hard on Illumination because 
in my opinion, Illumination always made, how do I say this, safe movies. They don't like to go big on their movies. They like to basically play towards the audience and be safe with it. They don't do anything adventurous. They don't do anything crazy. They're just safe with their movies. And in my opinion, they're usually boring. I'm confused. You got to elaborate about safe, meaning They don't do anything crazy. They don't do anything that's offbeat. They don't do anything that's just basically played towards... The genre. The genre and stuff like they don't try anything like new. They don't try anything like that. They basically play it safe, keep it keep it like what people like and that's Uh it. And I in my opinion, it's always been boring. But they seem with this one, they're actually putting all the Nintendo flair with all you know, with the Mario and all that stuff and it looks like Nintendo has more in control and reins of this and from what I'm seeing with these two trailers, it looks like Okay, this is actually going to look like it's going to be fun. It's going to be entertaining. It looks like it's actually going to be an illumination room in a while that I actually enjoy it. That's how I feel. Okay. So it seems like illumination is like not free balling, but at the same time, they have more freedom to exercise another person's IP. Well, it's because Nintendo. Because you know how Nintendo is. They're very, very strict with how their IPs are. So they probably have major control on this. And. From the two trails I've seen, other than Chris Pratt's voice, it's been pretty good. Which is fantastic. So far, it's looking good. You got more of the voice acting, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Toads are going to be awesome. And I, like, and, and I like what they did with Donkey Kong, too. It was so funny. I was laughing at that. Yeah, moment. they're saying that Donkey Kong has a little bit of a different personality. Is he, is he a weed head? I'm like, no, no. no why people they're coming? not going to do oh, that. Yeah, you got to see the but picture, it, though. It looks like it's more goofy, though. Yeah, yeah, that's what I feel. Which is fine. Which is fine. I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's... It's like how Knuckles transitioned from being a tall, dumb one to being like a like a short should should have been in the first place, a monotone, serious, but with stupid ass questions sometimes. Yeah. But he's now has a serious tone to him. But now, yeah, this and it's translating definitely Netflix. looks like it's gonna be a lot more goofier. Which yeah, is, yeah. I'm okay with that, just as long as they do it. We didn't hear him really, so we yeah, we just seen him beat Mario's ass. Just, like with this whole so, Sorry to spoil it for you guys. Um, but it's everywhere. It's just trending on Twitter. It's fantastic. So April 2023, still no delays. Yep. So that was good. That was now we're going to talk about something that actually has been updated as of today. And it's happening so rapidly that right now we can talk on it. <laughs> and then it's going to be outdated. I could put it on my top five, which you guys, please go ahead and check out. We are now doing the top five news weekly. So if you don't catch us live, you can actually check out that video that gives you a nice top five news of that week. Every well, I'm trending on Saturdays, mm-hmm. but I want it sooner. But we're gonna stick to Saturdays. But we'll see. Yeah, I want to do it sooner, maybe. So I mean, there's a lot of news that coming. But I said this. Saturday because like you get all the days. It gives me time to edit, place, and put, and exactly. then put it on a Saturday. So they kind of end end the week. Um, so guys, make sure you check that out because it's pretty pretty funny. Um, but we but see based on that we can hit you with this in another hour be news and then when I do my top five it might end up being old but. Microsoft and Activision pending deal. And as of today, so much things will go in. As down. of today, it's been confirmed that Brazil and Serbia have approved the buyout of Microsoft buying Activision. So I'm not a fan of that. I don't know why, but I just don't want Microsoft to own this because it seems like they're really, really trying to get. Call of Duty without trying to say they just want Call of Duty for themselves mm-hmm. and I think they're bleeding out of IPs yes they do have Bethesda but 
it doesn't seem so for now it doesn't seem like it's benefiting from that buyout it could be i just don't see people flocking over such bethesda games like that that we thought it's, was going to happen that exactly, was a big purchase too exactly now so so where do you want to start because this is going to be a big this is going to oh, be a little is, big oh, chunk yeah because okay well i'll start with the whole one that got me like a little shock thing so earlier last week um with all because like i said there was a bunch of things just coming out coming out because you know they're in all process of talking about it so microsoft called the elder scrolls series a mid-sized game a mid-sized game which you know elder scrolls mid-sized elder scrolls and you know especially skyrim like, that's not a mid-sized game. That is not a small game. That is a big game. That is a game that a lot of people play. And the game that they said, oh, the game didn't come out since 2011, but has been re-released so many times. It's ridiculous. It was re-released in 2013, 2016, 2017, 2020, 2021, 2022. It was literally released so many times. And it's literally, think of a system or a mobile phone or anything, it's on it. It's a cash cow, and they don't want to say that. Exactly. It's like, they're trying to downplay it so badly that it's like, oh, this is just a mid-sized game. And they were also saying, which is another thing, they were mentioning the same <laughs> it's thing. It's driving down lane. It's crazy. Fallout, the game that's also been multi-system and stuff like that, was a niche title. And I'm going to say that makes sense because I don't necessarily believe fallout is the game that people run for after two months when it came out but it sold millions upon millions and millions especially that's in the xbox 360 days too man that that's was... not a niche title no when when you sell millions and millions of a title that's not niche no, no. and so it's like it's just for me in my opinion i feel like it's a niche title but it's still Again, it's a solid IP. Exactly. So they're pretty much saying that they're they're downplaying the 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 company that they recently bought, the Bethesda one, the one that went through was last year or the year before that, mm -hmm. whatever year. So they're downplaying those games, and they were also mentioning games like you know Starfield and Redfall that they're going to be new IPs that they don't know how they're going to be reactive. But let's be real, Starfield. Everyone's been excited for that one because it's made by the same Bethesda, which is the same people who did Elder Scrolls, mm -hmm. and everyone loves Elder Scrolls, so everyone is going to love Starfield, so let's be real. Regardless Microsoft, of that situation, exactly. how you feel about it, it's going to sell. It's going to sell, and Microsoft's just downplaying it, and Redfall, we don't know about that one, but people seem like they're mm -hmm. excited about that one, too. It was just funny because two months ago... They were mentioned, Xbox was mentioning how Call of Duty is not such a big title. It was not big. Remember that? You remember they were saying that? That Call of Duty is not such a big title. It's not going to be a big thing. And then now, two months later, they're saying, oh no, my Call of Duty is a big title that we can't just get rid of it from our Sony brethren. We can't do that at all. So they literally turn 180 with their, with their ruling. And it's like, are you like, it's bothering me so much how so, much are they going back and forth with the this. fact the fact that they are they are actively like almost every day downplaying their own company beating themselves up just so that the regulators can just go okay we feel bad for you they said call of duty's not really the game we're trying to change we're just trying to expand our mobile market we just wanted 
um, King. We just want a King and, the, and, and all that mobile process. And talking about King, Call you know how big King is? If Huge. they get that, Microsoft is going to be one of the big rules, other than Tencent, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's going to be one of the big rules of the mobile. Yeah. You do know that, yeah. right? Yeah. It's going to be insane. The fanboys going to rejoice. Of course. They are. Probably. Now, here's the funny part. And I explain a lot when it comes to um, regulations and, and buyouts and whatnot. And it happened in the mobile industry. It happens in other, other industries. When you buy out and it goes to regulators, the regulators, if they don't see that that full deal is unfair, they want to make they want to either split it or see if they can meet in the middle of certain things. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm going to give this example because it is possibly the best example, and it is... The AT&T and T-Mobile, and that was going to buy out. That was a, a, a four-in-one uh, industry. It was uh, Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, and Sprint. AT&T, which is the second largest, is going to buy T-Mobile. Thus, Sprint will not survive. It'll be top two, Verizon, AT&T. Regulators didn't like it. So they went through the regulation, the hoop, saying this, we'll update this, we'll update that. They're like, you're not going to do it, not going to do it, all right. We're going to break up $6 billion went to T-Mobile from AT&T. That deal did not go through. It's over. Fine. Mm -hmm. Now with this, they're trying to do the same thing. And this is in different regions. Okay, so again, in the beginning, we explained that Brazil and Serbia, two countries as of right now, today, they approved the acquisition without, without issue, no contest. They approve it. We want to make it happen. The EU, which consists of, what, 20 countries of such, maybe? Uh, roughly? Give or take. Give or take. Yeah. They are a whole nother realm, right? And they have a pro- an active probe against Microsoft for this acquisition. And they stated that we, um, we want to look at a little bit more into why and if it's going to be anti-competitive. While that's happening in the United States, it's already likely yeah. that the FTC is going to file a lawsuit, an uh, antitrust lawsuit against Microsoft Activision exactly. because of such. Now, because of that rumor, Microsoft turned around and said, hey, 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 hey look, 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 we want this to go through. EU is a profitable market. How about this? Let's, I'll make a concession. Okay, that's the qu- the concession. Look, 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 look. I know we're awesome. We want to get Call of Duty. We want Bethesda. We want everything. So what we want, we'll give Sony permission to have Call of Duty for ten years. I can't Call believe. of Duty for ten years, yeah. and you're fine. Not n- now. Here's the funny part: if they if that whole regulator EU pro whatever is stupid, then they fell into the trap because Microsoft can say, yeah, Call of Duty mobile games. And if they do so, that would be a 10-year agreement for Call of Duty on a PlayStation 5 region locked in EU alone. What about in the U.S.? Now, does that the thing? Can they do that? Can they that happen? They absolutely do that. Yep. If the EU allows them to have that concession and works with the EU, then they have to fight with the U.S. And if the U.S. has not their own concessions or flat-out denies it because it's a Microsoft U.S. company, well, the thing then it's is, over. With the FTC, one of their recent wins was Penguin, Reardon House... And Simon and Schooler, which are publishing companies, mm-hmm. they were about to merge. As a book was a book, right? It was a book. Yeah, they stopped that merger because mm-hmm. doing that is going to cause like a huge monopoly thing. Like it that. disrupts all the digital copies and rights and all that. It, that was a whole, that's so, a whole mess too. Yep. So yeah, they just they recently stopped that. So I think because nothing like I said, all that's this, a good deep cut. That's a good. All nice. the thing is kind of rumors right now because they said they luckily it was a look. It was it was. Uh, Politico said said this mm-hmm. was the one, 
but they're in the process. They're doing all the paperwork. The thing is, it's currently challenging the lawsuit. You know, but if they challenge the lawsuit, means, that gives yeah, Microsoft and Activision other ways. It's not that the FTC has a way to allow it and have certain options. It's we're filing it now. Give us a reason why you want us to. And if it's just BS, like what they've been doing, just beating each other. God of War is the best-selling one at Sony. They have all sorts of different... They have all sorts oh, yeah. of... I can't believe oh, they were the saying that, The major leader too. of the gaming industry in the gaming world. Like, bro, yeah. stop beating yourself up. What the thing is, with the serious about this... It's with sad the, because if they approve it, that means it worked. And they will lie. They will give Call of Duty 10 years to Sony as an app. I am telling you, they will do it as an yeah, app. Because the you FTC... The thing with the, thing, with the FTC antitrust lawsuit, they... Received depositions from both Satya, which is the you know the guy the guy the main guy from Microsoft, yeah the CEO of Microsoft, and Bobby Kotick. Nobody cares about who's going to be gone by next year. Well, I'm just saying this thing because they so what what I'm saying is that they are being serious with this. It seems like because those two already sent in their desp- depositions, so it seems like it might be something that could go down and see like what's going to happen with the whole FTC and see what happens on that part. Because I can't believe that Microsoft was, yeah, because this is going to be another like little tangent going towards this, but Microsoft was saying earlier that Sony's games are more polished, are more better than the games that are coming out on Microsoft, that the exclusives are more higher quality. Mm. I mean, they're not wrong. They're not, they're not wrong. We're not, we're not gushing on Sony oh, no, no, fanboys, no, 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 but no, they're no, not no. wrong, bro. But I mean, if you're going to release a game that's not even fully finished, Halo, you're not, gonna, you're not going to release much of your exclusive games at all this year, Starfield Redfall. and Redfall, or... No, haven't even touched some of your current IPs in years. Fable. Perfect Dark. How you how I can understand why Microsoft is saying things like this, but saying things like this as a company and just trying to like pretty much dog in your own company, your own like IPs and stuff, that's not a good luck. And to keep, I mean, it's, it's apparently trying to really get Call of Duty under its under its belt because that's they what just it's want to do. They want to take that and then push that for hardware alone. Even though months, they're not selling hardware even though like months that. ago they were saying that Call of Duty was not a big deal, mm-hmm. but now apparently it's a huge deal. Now, now they want to do mobile instead of instead of worrying about discs and Call of Duty and all that stuff. So it's like, dude, seriously. To be completely honest with you, it's one of those things where uh, it's going to be pushed. It's going to go through regulation. I personally don't want it to go through because of the sheer fact that Microsoft is flat out lying. Oh, I know they, they are, are lying. lying bro. Because, you know, let's say if this and We does... can't trust those types of liars because oh, once no. they put the approval and it gets going, obviously all the Sony fans are going to be really pissed. And the, those that approve that acquisition is going to be really pissed. The what they keep, Xbox, what they keep saying, they keep saying this every time when new things come out about all the stuff they've been saying is that we are not going to take Call of Duty from PlayStation. We don't want to lose players. We want people to have more options on where they can play the game at. I don't buy that at all. Nope. I do not. In the cell cell world, um, T-Mobile turned their back 
with uh, the Boost Mobile 5G band that they were told you're going to give Dish Network three years so they can build their 5G network. And T-Mobile's like, yeah, we'll do it. We'll find to close the deal. And mm-hmm. then T-Mobile bought Sprint. In one year, T-Mobile said, turn off, you're done. And they can't do nothing about it because... They approved it. If they approved, they could do whatever they want. Exactly. So that's, that's why they're doing a concession to have a contract for 10 years. But that could be vague. And it's only in the EU market. Exactly. It's like, because the thing is for us to even, to even them to even think about it. Like, I still don't want this to go through. But even if they're going to think about doing it, the 10 years has to be worldwide. Yeah. And it has to be at the end of the 10 years, they are open to negotiations to increase the things not to mention they do the something 10 years, like that then it call of duty will not be released every 10 years and not every year or remember how they said the cycle is gonna be every two years now so now they're gonna get even less call that of could duty be games. one call of duty game maybe two depending on the thing. maybe two or have it two and then be one year old on the playstation no they said that they were gonna release it at the same time that's i'm just saying what they said you I already told you change? you don't think I believe that oh, I don't at all but they said that no we'll make sure it gets released at the same time because it's so funny because every time a new thing comes out with their discussions and all that they always get they always send their representative their spokesperson to say no 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 Call of Duty is going to get released on the same time. Call of Duty is going to come out. We don't want to get rid of Call of Duty on any other systems. We want it to have in all the systems so more people can play it. They keep saying the same thing, which makes me seem like it's fishy because they are saying these things so to make sure it makes them look good. So when the deal goes through, they're going to be like, oh, that? Nah, we don't believe in that. And the best of part is they try to they try to use the well we def, we done that with Minecraft and Minecraft is now on all platforms. Mm-hmm. We've done it with which Minecraft is Mojang too, right? The, yeah, yeah, they're all, they're all they all they bought it with yeah. Mojang, but that Mojang was a big deal to a point, but it was mainly on the mobile, and that was not a console direct competition. It was just another way to get the pie for mobile. You're talking about Call of Duty that actually had a start on PlayStation. And then it went back and forth to the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation brand every single year, every single year. And most of the players currently right now, I'm sorry to say this, they're PlayStation users. Yeah, I didn't, That's I didn't just how it's it all is. PlayStation. Like mainly, well, most of them are PlayStation users. Most for of the thing, yeah, most of the game play who plays Call of Duty are PlayStation players. That's what it is. And now people can't use the price point anymore because you still can play the Call of Duty new one on the X, and it's cheaper. Half the price as a... Uh, so on the PlayStation 5. Mm-hmm. And so to still have a user base on PlayStation, that says a lot. Exactly. Oh, man. There was one thing. Oh, and then another thing, which we kind of talked about. Yeah. <laughs> and poor thing. They tried to say, was it Sony? It was Sony. Was, oh, Sony, did it. Sony said this one, yes. And then Sony turned around and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Microsoft tried to say that they have other other titles and developers and other shooters and they tried to say Battlefield. And unfortunately, and I'm a fan of Battlefield and I've been a Battlefield fan not since 1942, but when the Frostbite engine was introduced with Battlefield 3, that was epic. It's still epic. It's so epic that it actually gets replayed on the Battlefield uh, 2042 as a custom game. I know Battlefield 2042 is a little bit... I still feel, I still rock with it. It's really nice. I like it. The destruction's great and all that. But, 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 Sony went ahead and said, 
in a nutshell. It's like, bro, Battlefield, Battlefield ain't ish compared to Call of Duty. What are you talking about? And they make sense and absolutely it's correct. And they were saying still bad. you can't compare the two and all that type of stuff. And it's like, I mean, you can't compare you know because they don't do I the same numbers, bro. Yeah, they don't. Exactly. It's one of those things where, and we were just talking about this earlier. Uh, there's a there's a guy on TikTok, and I did a duet on this, and I didn't like the way he came off with it, but uh, unfortunately, I made it as a funny little skit. But in the end, he's kind of right because Call of Duty is approached as an arcade shooter, and it's not really an arcade shooter. You want an arcade shooter, Time Crisis, right? Yeah, exactly. Time Crisis, that's, that's uh, arcade House shooter. of the Dead. Yeah, those are like arcade that. shooters Virtual by Con, definition. Like that. They're arcade yeah. shooters, and they feel you grab them, they feel like arcade. Call of Duty doesn't. It's not that at all. But because it is so approachable and so you can grab the controller and with ease play and get familiar, and the progression system is pretty simple until now. It, it, it it's approachable as an arcade shooter. So in a way, I made fun of the dude, but it's still funny as hell. But he's kind of right when it comes to arcade shooter. Mm-hmm. And, but then he was totally wrong when he said you're not there to da da da. Nah, bro, because you got the next generation systems, you know damn well you're going to get it for the realism. That's why DMZ now is more of a tactical, the way you aim and all that stuff, so that's awesome. On top of that, you have, um, oh man, I was going with it so much. Then you got Rainbow Six Siege, which is another game that, that is more of a tactical squad base intro and blah, 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 and all that. But Battlefield is more of a simulation, mm-hmm. conquest, taking over in the mass, working with squads in a big... A super big area. I think even bigger than the map for Warzone 2, but it's just a different... That's a niche title. Yeah, because pretty much how... like They compared like like sellings of what they sold each other things. So the new Battlefield sold about 88.7 million. Call of Duty had 400 million. It's like... And it only came out in like two weeks. There is no competition. They don't do the same thing. None numbers, at all. They got ad money. They yeah. got they got all the celebrities doing them. They got promo. Exactly. And it's just the name itself. So, so we get yeah, it. I mean, it sucks that Sony had to say it like that. But They're trying I mean, to prove a point, bro. They are trying to prove a point. That's what I'm saying. Sorry, EA. Do better, but... I mean, exactly. It's like, yeah, EA is a big company. They win, we know they're one of the biggest company, third-party companies. We know that, but... They're not at the level of Call of Duty. I'm Money-wise, sorry. they're not, and they're trying. But again, they're trying to keep. They don't want to become a Call of Duty because then it just becomes a knockoff. Exactly. They want to keep it a different, a different variation. And of that's shooter. fine. And have they different do have options, that. and that's great. Have different options. That's fantastic. But you can't compare sale-wise. You see, with here's each other. the thing. Here's what's the best part. Here's where you can kind of understand where Battlefield's coming from. You got Call of Duty, which is dope. Then Battlefield, niche. If another shooter came out like that. It won't top Battlefield. Oh, 100%. No. It, like, if another shooter wants to compete, it will not be Battlefield. I mean, there's, like, things like Ghost Recon and stuff like that, but yeah. they definitely don't do well at yeah, all. Yeah, it's a great, but won't do well. Rainbow Six, I think this one's actually doing better because they fucked up really bad in Battlefield as far as the bugs and just the, the initial backing of the developers. And, so they, remember, they messed and up, also but. there was, like, things back in the day like SOCOM and things like SOCOM that. SOCOM was great, too, but when it came to Battlefield, Battlefield and the realism on that, they were anticipating... It was more hype with Battlefield then, mm-hmm. and then it was still hype for Call of Duty. Now it's more Call of Duty Battlefield. Well, oh yeah. yeah, what's that game? Yeah, you not know? much people play Battlefield like that yeah. other than Call. Of, like maybe out of like ten people, two people might play Battlefield, and the rest will play Call yeah. of Duty. Yeah, so it just, that's, just, that's how it's gonna. I be. am a fan of Battlefield. I love it. Um, but Call of Duty, of course, now that there's a lot of people playing it, Warzone's great and all that. So, but that's a lot of Microsoft news, man. And again, two countries accepted it. 
they got a proactive for EU. But the thing is, is with the EU and the United States, it's going to be much harder to please those two. So I don't know what else Microsoft is going to do to try to downplay themselves or anything like that. Cry? Beg? Yeah, no kidding, right? Because apparently if everything goes through, it's supposed to go through everything through um, June of next year, I think, if everything goes through. It's going to take a little bit longer. Okay, so we have... I don't know what that is, and I don't know what that is, but now we have quick... I mean, I wouldn't say quick, but like noteworthy uh, news here that we have. Let's talk uh, NetEase Blizzard, because that one was... um, Caught me off guard, and what was the issue? And I'm going so, to transition to a related. So yeah, topic so the issue that. with NetEase is that they were the ones who were serving the blizzards uh, in China. They were the ones who were doing all the services and stuff like that, the internet oh, services and stuff okay. like that, yeah, like yeah. for all the games, like you know, like World of Warcraft or anything yeah, like yeah. that. Well, and it lasted for years, for fourteen years. It's going to end. January 23rd of 2023. So literally in less than two months. Mm-hmm. It's going to end completely. So all games like Overwatch 2, Diablo 3, World of Warcraft, Starcraft, Heroes, Stories of the Heroes of the Storm, Heart Hearthstone, no longer will be in service in China. I wonder why. Um, it's because they couldn't come up with, a, I guess, an agreement that worked on both of their ends that will be fair to their customers or something like that. So they decided to just not renew the agreement. That's random. So, but they, but that they, looks they, a bit... But the thing is, Diablo Immortal, Immortal which is the yeah. Diablo one for their mobiles, mm-hmm. that will still continue because that's in a separate agreement oh, okay. that they did. That's okay. So, I mean, China has a lot of things that, that's this, happening there. So Yeah, so they said that they're still going to do all the updates up until January 23rd. So Overwatch will still get their recent updates. World of Warcraft will still get their new thing, but they're not going to have long to play them because <laughs> it's going to literally just die yeah. off and thing. Oh, my God. That's Exactly. Yeah, that's, I'm going to look into that more. So I think that's... more people are probably going to do, like, VPNs and try to, like, secure, yeah. like, Figure out a way to get around so they'd be able to still access their games. Yeah, like because, reach another server. Yeah, because what they said is it, they're going to save their data in the server. That's what Blizzard said that all the people in China's data will still be saved in a server or mm. like that, so they won't lose it. Mm. But they just can't access the game. So unless people, you know, VPN it or figure out something to do, I don't know what they they could figure something out. Yeah, because that's they're not going to have access to the games. That sucks. Which Talk is, about digital. Uh, yeah, exactly. The whole thing away. All right, but then we're going to segue to Overwatch because Overwatch they are now allow which I didn't really look into the back back end of it, but very very briefly. Yes. Overwatch now allows you to uh, utilize prepaid phones to authenticate yep. yourself, which so I now, think is a yeah, new thing bef- now. Because before they they only allow like actual cell phones, like actual cell phones, like post paid monthly bill exactly cell phones. So that's but now they're going to allow prepaids now. Track so. phones, burner phones. In the street phones. Yeah. If you come from a city that where it's, we come from, the these are like normal fo- type of phones that yeah. people had. So. so they use track phones, but I guess there was something to do. I don't know. Something, I, it was, it's a dumb thing, but mm-hmm. I viewed it as they couldn't tie it to an authentic authentic plan, but now they did. So it's like, okay, we get it. But Yeah. 
Yeah. So they decided to add that. And so yeah, we'll see how so that goes. We'll they see. should have done that in the first place. But I know. Maybe they didn't test it. Whatever. That was that was stupid, but <laughs> it is there. And then we have... Uh, we did that. We did that. This one? That's the one from Steam. They're finally getting added to Steam. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. We did that. I okay. I didn't think it was a big, big... Uh, yeah, it's three games, it's right? It's a big deal. Um, I so thought that pick was from last week when I was trying to update oh, it. Oh, really? So I was like, why is that? I saved it. I was like, Ubisoft. <laughs> Messed it up. Ubisoft. So Ubisoft an- announced that on 12-6, December 6th, yep. Valhalla will finally be coming onto Steam. I have one name. Is it called Noah? A Noah 8 or something? Am I close? Yes. Um, the other games were yeah, and, Roller Champions yeah. and... I know 1800. Yeah, I see. It was eight and an eight. It started yeah, with an A. It had an A in it. Yeah. So those were the things because originally they were on Epic, on Epic Store, and originally they had a deal, but they Four said years. that it didn't work out. It was not. In, it was unrealistic. That the way Steam handles their distribution, it's awful for companies and all that type of stuff. Uh, that's an excuse. They were there for four years. What exactly. do you mean? Exactly. We just feel it's unfair. No, they need to get that money and they realize something. In my, my opinion, they need to get the money and apparently Steam is the way to go. Right? Right? Am I right? Everyone, Am I right? Loves, right. everyone loves Steam. So, so now they're going to be on Steam. You still have to get an Ubisoft connection account yeah. and you still need to have the connect installed on your computer. But... You could just go on Steam, buy the game, and you could just play it through there. It's like, just yeah. like how Microsoft says that you know, if you're if you're stupid from taking the PlayStation fan base of Call of Duty, keep it to yourself an Xbox. You'd be stupid to do that because you're just taking your income away from all the exactly. PlayStation all the, and games. I thought currency. people like money. I thought com- big companies like money. At the end of the day, don't you got you a bottom wanna, line. I was supposed. Don't you want to re- release your games to more people? If you put it on Steam, that means you get all the PC you get access people. To more. Yeah, they could be fees related, but maybe they did it for four years and they kind of realized, man, damn it, we probably need to pay this fee because in turn it flips and makes a profit. Because lots of games are released on Steam and lots of people do very well on Steam. Yeah. So I'm glad sense. that Ubisoft is, is making some damn up. sense and woken up and actually going to release their big Valhalla game along with others. And I'm sure they said they're going to be releasing more games during the time. But yeah. those are the three that's getting released now. And yeah. I'm sure like all the other games will come out soon. Now, the two last two topics we got, I think they're last two. They're yes. kind of not chunky, but they're they're funny. So by that, we're going to talk about Aussie. Yeah, and so. this pick that I didn't rearrange here. And I'm going to right now. Okay. And it shows a loot box that is X'd out. Yeah, because Australia, um, so a congressman from Australia, Andrew Wilkie, decided that he's going to re- introduce a bill to their, whatever Australia's Congress is yeah. called. Um, Parliament. Parliament. That's it. Yeah, Parliament. I couldn't think of it. That they're going to restrict games that have loot boxes to 18 plus. And also have warning labels on the game stating on why the game is rated 18 plus, like what kind of loot boxes are in there. Stuff in a like way, that. I agree, but in a way, I don't. A lot of countries, well, not a lot, but some kind like Belgium was one of them that stopped yeah. that, and I think some other countries I can't think of right now. I mean, I think I'm okay with it only because loot boxes is a chance, and you're rolling the dice, you're paying a lot of money for it, and it's a sign of gambling if you don't really get the result you really exactly. want, and it's a chance. And let's say you're putting this towards kids' games, like you know, like games like you know, E for Everyone games like FIFA, yep. Madden, yep. and of course, a lot of people play games like Overwatch. Um, what's that game called? What? Fortnite, mm-hmm. things like that. You know, things like that. It's like 
yes, these games are eat for everyone and all that type of stuff, but gambling is for adults. And, and loot boxes is, is addicting. Much, yeah, and loot boxes is pretty much gambling. Yeah. And that's what the issue, that's why, you know, when countries like this are trying to introduce bills to be like, no, you can't put this on. You can't, you, a kid can't go into a casino and gamble, can they? No, no it's illegal. And pretty much loot boxes is pretty much the same thing. It's just an interactive version of it. Just it's just dressed differently. Exactly. So that's why they're trying to introduce. Um, of course, nothing has passed through. It's, it was just, just introduced. Yeah. We have. But to doesn't see. Belgium have it already? I think Belgium has. Yeah. Yes. And I think I think another country too. I just can't think of it. I just know Belgium is one of them. I know that. I think what it is too is um, loot boxes. I mean, if you watch your kids and you purchase history, maybe this loot bullcrap would go away. But because these parents are not really regulating the children like that, and they're sitting there going, playing, 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 blah, 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 and then the parent getting mad because all the money's being spent, but then you're the one not looking at and the child they're, they're going to find out on the credit card bill that the kid spent like hundreds of dollars on loot boxes. For nothing, because the kid that wanted that one thing didn't get that one thing because they wanted to go for loot box in the first place. Exactly, because remember, loot boxes are randomized. Randomized. That means you never know what you could get. You could get a great thing, or you could get the same thing ten times. If you, if you look at a digital purchase and you know you're going to get those items and you're going to pay that money for those items fantastic it's great no loss should be but once you, when you have a random box loot box and you're putting it to, towards kids and it's easy access to do it and not to mention of course payment and all that stuff exactly they can build a habit you know these kids are now subjectable to those and they can easily get that and if they don't get it guess what happens they, mm, they get mad on exactly. it i mean it's a it's addictive it yeah. is yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's a it's a rise of dopamine and a decrease in dopamine instantly. I mean, it's great that you know people are trying to like figure out ways to get rid of it because you know me, I always been against this type of stuff yeah. for like the longest time. Yeah. I never understood like digital purchases. I'm okay with whatever as long as you know what you're getting. But once you start putting a randomizer thing and you're taking my money. There's a reason why I don't like doing lotto tickets. There's a reason why I don't like going to casinos. I don't like I don't like playing with my money like that. I like to know exactly what I get for my money. Here's what I think loot boxes are compared to our generation. Buying Yu-Gi-Oh! digital cards on the game. Yeah, I don't spend money on that. That makes sense. Yeah. Because for one, you can grind and get it. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Or you can get a whole structure deck in like 10 random packs. But they tell you it's random packs. It's not really a loot box. Exactly. I think what it is too is because they can use that as an argument. Well, card games and Pokemon trading card game and Yu-Gi-Oh! They have loot boxes too. No, mother... F- it's packs. Well, first and of all... And it's randomized. I was like, that's randomized packs, and Yeah, because I know some people try to use arguments like when you buy cards on real life and stuff like that, you never know what you get on there. Well, Mm -hmm. first of all, you're getting a physical thing, so you have it in your hands. Property, for one. Exactly. Okay, it's an asset at that point if you want to get legal, okay? Exactly. So it's like when people use that kind of argument, it's so weak. It's not even just so weak. They're just looking at it as the chance. But for one, it's an asset. It's physical property. It's yours. Two, you know, it's it's not something that you gain as a as loot or however you want to call it if you want to purchase cards you're purchasing a card that has five cards in it loot box is whatever is in it mm-hmm. it doesn't really specify it only specifies one thing you could possibly get a super ultra gold rare exactly you get the most popular costume get the possible mm-hmm. character whatever the loot box has in it and you won't get it in the first try if you're really really lucky just like in the cards yeah but 
with cards, there's multiple different cards to get, and they, it's advertised that way. If you're going to see a huge set of Yu-Gi-Oh, there's going to be 10 brand new shiny cards. You have that much of a chance to do it, but then when you're buying it physically, it's an actual, you know, tangible And also, with, with since it's physical and all that, you could trade with other people. You can't do that with digital. Nope, you only can show it off. Exactly. Which, apparently, it's enough for the kids to go, look at me, I'm swagging. I remember when we did uh, Halo 3 and they had the Hayabusa helmet. <laughs> if you did a certain amount, you get a Hayabusa helmet. And we were swagging because they were like, oh, that dude's dangerous. Look at him. He got the fire. He got the helmet with the fire on it. You know? And that's, that's, it is what it is. But they're just trying to figure things out. Exactly. And I guess Australia is another country doing so. And now we're going to talk about the bug ridden. <laughs> and I feel it is the first time for this generation of young children to face bugs because, to be honest with you, me. And dealing with such games that have bugs, and especially new games like <clears throat> Cyberpunk, um, it's notorious. But they didn't really think it was going to be in a Pokemon game, though. Have That's you, the crazy part. Have you part. seen some of the bugs? I haven't seen them. <laughs> I've only read there was one part about something to do with, um, I guess it was a UI glitch in the menu or something like that. But it was very. I didn't really dive oh, into because yeah. you have the game, right? Yeah, exactly. And for me, I haven't really dealt with it. But Which you're a lucky one. Yeah, I'm lucky. But yeah, it seems like yeah, there's a lot of glitches in this game. Like pretty much when you ride on the bikes, sometimes the bike will disappear, so it looks like you're just riding in the air. Some of the characters stretch out. Some of the characters like their arms and legs moves in like weird different ways. Some Pokemon just disappear through the grass. Some people, some of the <laughs> textures on the backgrounds just disappear completely or look like blocks. It's like. It's a lot of different things been happening, and a lot of people. So there's been actually some issues that people are actually getting refunds. Mostly, it's happening in the EU, not in not in America mm -hmm. so far, but mostly in the EU that people are actually getting some refunds back. And it's so bad that Nintendo, the company itself, has a whole section of customer service specifically for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, mm -hmm. because obviously it's a Pokemon game. It's going to sell like freaking hotcakes. Which I'm going to get to that in a now, second. Now, before you talk sale numbers, I want to say that it's a different market when people buying Call of Duty, grown-ups buying Call of Duty and letting their kids play, mm -hmm. or buying it for the kids, but those kids, okay... And this is in my opinion. I could be totally wrong. Probably not, but I could be totally wrong. Those kids endured and love those type of glitches. For one, I'll give you an example. They just found a glitch in Call of Duty DMZ. Literally, you go, you aim, you drop a gun, and you aim. And then you, I think there's something with a, you have a pack. And then if you move your cursor and you hit stow on the weapon. Oh, no. Wait a minute. You drop cash. Then you aim at a gun. That has a modifier, and then you move the cursor away, and then you hit stow, you get like a million dollars. Kids, you know, and adults love that type of glitch, and they will use it, use it, use well, it. That's use the it. Thing. even if a gun disappears and it become like they're shooting with fists, you're good. That's a TikTok. That's a hilarious. And, you know, and they love that until exactly, it gets patched. Exactly. And you know what's funny though, mm. with this game, mm. with the amount of bug. People are still playing it, and people are still enjoying it. And yes, but because parents and other kids, they don't experience that type of thing in a Pokemon game, they automatically, it's not like, oh, this is weird. My game's broken. Instead, that's what they're thinking now. Whereas, we're so used to bugs, it's just like, 
oh, there's bugs. Oh, I'll get fixed with a patch. It's kind of funny though, but okay, you know. Mm-hmm. So all these parents getting it for all the all the kids, and the kids is crying. Oh, I can't look, mom. You got me the it's the wrong game, mom. Look, I don't even see my Pokemon. Look, I bring up this Pokemon other thing. It disappears in the grass. It's the wrong game, mom. Yelling at the mom, poor mom or dad, that exactly. they got the wrong game. But the fact that this is the right game, but it's damaged. So there's a different demographic as far as like the kids that get it and the bulk of the of the of the parents buying that game then there's you and then there's everybody else including me if I ever have time to play the Pokemon game then we actually see the bugs go ah, that's funny exactly. but how is that going to get fixed though because it's not all online right it's just in the game which it can be fixed with patches but Nintendo has to get on there and start doing patches Uh-oh. they're getting that cyberpunk feel now exactly now let me tell you the sales because it actually hit a record for Nintendo you for know sales know that's going to come in Pokemon, if it's not Mario, it's Pokemon. So within three days of the release of the game, it sold 10 million units. Three days? Three days. For comparison, Sword and Shield, the the generation before this one, sold 2 million. In three days? Yes. Oh my... Dude... So it's a huge thing. It's a huge thing, right? That now. like tripled. That almost tripled. That tripled, right? Oh, quadrupled. Quadrupled. Quadrupled the amount of sales from the previous generation. <laughs> but the previous generation was the first time that came out with that type of graphics. Is that what it is? No. Uh, yeah, the Sword and Shield. Yeah, it was the first time. It came, that was the first Pokemon right, game so on the Switch. So it's a sequel of the actual. Okay. And um, so four million came from Japan alone. And six million came worldwide, okay. so that's what the ten million. But yeah, oh. a lot of people bought this game. A and lot of those people, people are getting frustrated and pissed because <laughs> of glitches. But people are still playing because because people are enjoying the game. Yeah, like for what I'm, people are enjoying it. It's just some of the glitches, and hopefully they'll fix the issues. They're just more complainers because the demographic is not used to such. Well, yeah, because. Kids are not, you know, as you know, kids are not the only one who are fans of Pokemon. Yeah. There's people like me who mm-hmm. grew up with it and yep. who love the game, too. Mm-hmm. And you, and then when you see a glitch, oh, all right, they'll fix it. Unless if it's really bad. Unless if it's bricked. If a, if, a, if there's a bug that bricks your game or bricks the system, and that's what I've heard, thing. there's really, I don't think there's any issues no, like there's that. No, there's no, there's no, it's just a lot of just like enabled glitches in the game. Glitchy, like things, like things looking weird. Yeah, yeah. Is it, I mean, is like stuff weird. you can see, like, in, like, like I said, Cyberpunk. Yeah. It's like that, that kind or of or the problem. glitch missing now from Pokemon Red and Blue. Exactly. Yeah, poor Pokemon, but you know they yeah. sold dumb money. Yeah, and exactly. They're gonna continue to sell dumb money, and they'll probably get a patch. What well, the funny thing is, it, that's what people were saying. It's like, yeah, all these glitches are happening and stuff like that, but people are still buying it. It's like, yeah, of course. They're, they're not gonna fix their issues if people can't keep buying the game. <laughs> Let's hope Nintendo and whatever the company that is running that game Pokemon puts out a patch game. real fast. It's Pokemon Game Company. Is it game, a Pokemon Game Company? Yeah, is that what it is? Company. It, was, it, was game, it was Game Freaks before. Yeah, it's like, yeah, now it's, it's called, called like Pokemon, Pokemon Company. Oh. Yeah, Pokemon Company. Well, let's good. hope they uh, put out a patch real quick because <laughs> that type of game's not I'm that sure, much. I'm, sure, they really, I'm yeah. sure they will. Yeah. Is that all we had? Uh, I think that's everything. Do you see anything else in there? No. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think we all explained everything. What is this? No, that was a wrong file. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's everything. 
I think that is it, man. That was a real quick. I mean, mainly it was the Microsoft issue. Well, yeah, because like I said, it was a lot of news, but it was all Microsoft news. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was. It was literally one one picture of four different topics. Yeah, because I just want. I'm just curious what's going to happen next week. Like, what's Microsoft going to say? So, do you want the deal to go through? Yes or no? No. That's me personally. But I want to see see what Microsoft is going to say more to make it seem like a thing. And I'm curious because they said the whole 10 year thing for Sony, but I know you mentioned it could be just for the EU only. I want to see if they said no for the worldwide. I want to see if they're going to say that. I want to know. Because Microsoft did that. They put that concession. Yeah, it wasn't mandated by any of the 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 governing. Well, the thing bodies is yet. with the FTC supposedly thing, which they said if it does goes through and stuff, it's going to be as soon as next month. And the thing is, if FTC is smart, they would say, "Look, whatever this because they they you know they look at numbers crunch. They don't get the active. They don't get the fun. They don't get the the environment. So what they'll say was like, look, my thing is, they might say." Call of Duty needs to be Call of Duty in the name of the franchise and anything that's universally associated with Call of Duty should be available in all consoles and future consoles indefinitely worldwide. If they did that... And if they don't do that, then the deal is off. And let's see if Microsoft will actually do it. And honestly, if that is the deal that they put on the table, then honestly, I would be okay with it. Yep. Because that's guaranteed that Call of Duty's not going anywhere else. It's going to be multi-platform. Yeah. It's going to stay multi-platform for the rest of its life. Because we don't really care for Microsoft when it comes to mobile. No, it I, is don't what it is. We don't I don't care. Whatever, I don't care. Yeah, they I got just, much on. They, they got Minecraft. Can't, they can't do that with like Call of Duty. If they have a new IP, whatever, make that exclusive. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they but, already got. They got Redfall. They got Starfield. They already got. Elder Scrolls. And I'm that. sure if they if Activision does go through, they'll create their own new IPs. Yep. But Call of Duty. Things that you know is known for being all over the thing, including PlayStation, where mm-hmm. most of its users are at, you can't make that exclusive. And it, they want to. I know they do, but you they, can't. They, they can't. They do want that. to sell hardware, but they're not selling hardware. They won't. They mainly focus on in digital. So yeah. Well, it's because they have the Game Pass. Just That's imagine fine. Game they Pass being that. twenty dollars a month and automatically day one Call of Duty, no other payment, just Call, Call of Duty. Of course they're gonna. They want that, dude. But that's why they want to do it. They want to take it and keep it for themselves, which I get it. But they, the but they can't do, do that because that, that deal will be like, if they say completely no to that deal, let's say if they do propose that deal and they say no, it's not going to go through. And you know who's going to lose? Mm. Activision Blizzard. Now, what if, what if, I just thought about this before we end the show. What if Sony says, we can get the 10 years, right? Sell me all your rights. Let us... Whew, ready for this? Remember this, okay? What if... Let us indefinitely use the license of Halo. That's never gonna go. That's never gonna happen. And they own Bungie. Do, that is do you never... think that'll be fantastic? You know they that say, will never happen. I think it could that will never Halo happen. Infinite is suffering. Three four three studios has been screwing up ever since Halo Four. <laughs> Microsoft can make money still without even caring about Halo, because their name is attached to it. And so the original makers of Halo, Sony owns now, which they make Destiny and it's Bungie. So if Sony says we 
We were allowed the 10 years, but let us give, give us 10 years and let me use your license for Halo. You get a little bit of chump change, it's fine, but let us, if they get 10 years and work with Bungie to make another Halo on a PlayStation, bro, what, and Halo was the most popular multiplayer game versus Call of Duty. That's probably the, the only thing, one I can contest the thing is, with if, Call of Duty. The thing is, if they were to do something like that, mm. wouldn't they need to re release like the collector's edition or, the, I mean, the, pretty much all the other Halo games? Should they be released? No, it'll be because won't that be like a? Because doesn't Halo have a story that's connected? They to Halo each has other? a story, but they can make a they can make a sequel of Halo Infinite. They can make a sequel of it, but it's Bungie, the originals, bro. I understand that, but I'm just because remember, and Mass they have the live. Oh, because remember, Mass Effect was originally an Xbox yeah. title. Yeah, and then Mass Effect Two, I believe, was also Xbox. And then Mass Effect 3 came out on the PlayStation and Xbox, mm -hmm. but they re released Mass Effect 2 on the PlayStation because, you know, it's yeah, yeah. how you're going to have three and not have two at one. Yeah, yeah. So I wonder if, let's say, if your thing goes through, are they going to do the same thing with Halo games? Like, let's say the, the, the Chief Collection or whatever the hell the Master, The Master Chief Collection. Yeah. If they release that to the Sony things, along with whatever the new Halo game they if create. So, if... If someone were to go this route and ask for all of their catalog and put it on Sony, fine. I'm just talking about the namesake, namesake and intellectual property. Which that will be 100% Halo. because then so they won't pull they'll from, make a new Halo game with the original Bungie team. Oh, that's that right there. That would be crazy. Pulling Halo away from Xbox to put it on Sony with the same people that well, created the thing is, Halo probably, is a whole... Well, dude, the, well, the thing is, you know, that Halo game is also going to be coming up for the Xbox too. I, I would say no. If I was Sony, I would say no. They're probably not going to do that, though. Because then, I don't think Xbox year, would agree to a, that. A year. Give it a year. <laughs> I don't Wait think, a year. I don't think Xbox would let, agree to let that. The, let the Halo OGs create Halo on your competitive platform. All these years. The reason why Xbox was hot was because of Halo. Because you so they do know. Halo will not give away Halo like that. That's the only game that's good right now. Well, they it's got, not good they right got, now. But they got the Starfield. They got Renfone. What do you mean? Shut up, bro. They got Call of Duty. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? It don't make no sense. It's funny. So now it's that funny. I'm thinking about it, it's Call of Duty, Halo, and Battlefield. But the only reason why Halo's not really popping like that is because they've been screwing it up. Well, yeah, Infinite is awful. Absolutely. It's damaging the brand of Halo. Let the originals take it over. Maybe that could be it. it but Sony has to pitch that idea. And then they have to pitch that to the regulators. Like, no, no, no. We don't allow the concessions for 10 years with Call of Duty. That's fine. That's fine. We just want to use that Halo. Let me get that Halo. Let me use all. You can get 0.001% of all revenue from the namesake of the license of Halo. But we want that. They can even ask for the whole license outright. Sell me the Halo ID. I don't think Microsoft would do it? I don't think Microsoft. I don't think so. Because Microsoft that's knows deal, that's their cash cow pretty much. They know that. That's an old cash cow. They got a new one. Call of Duty. <laughs> And if, if, I'm telling you, if Halo were to be on a PlayStation platform underneath Bungie, the originals, bro, and all you're going to hear is the whole church music in the beginning of the screen on the Sony platform, da, da, on a Sony platform, oh man, that's the only way, only way Sony can allow Call of Duty to be stripped away from them, is to take something away from them. We will see. Because it all depends on what they think. Put it on Twitter and tag everybody on it and see what happens. Pretty much.
That's fun. All right. Episode 67. Thank you guys for checking out. Like, subscribe, comment. Make sure you hit the notification bell to know that we are on at 7.30 p.m. every Tuesday. As well as check out our top fives and other skits, hilarious videos on the YouTube as well as TikTok, YouTube shorts, yeah, and uh, Instagram and all that stuff. So, peace. Peace.